Start record. Start broadcast. Live. Are we on the air? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to figure out how we're on the air because I'm, I'm looking. There we go, bitches. Uh, what is this? Week 10 or some shit? How many weeks have we been doing this? Uh, it's le- 11. 11? Uh, mute your uh, laptop. Oh. It's so funny because after going through all the uh, old podcasts, Every beginning of every single podcast, I'm like, mute your laptop. <laughs> you think I would know that from, uh, from tuning into Art Bell. You know, the Art Bell yeah, show. Please turn off your radio. Right. They always oh, yeah, that's right. And O&A, too. They always, people always call up. They get that they feedback. Well, they're listening to themselves, and then they're at, so it's like a nonsense conversation. So they don't even know what they're They want to hear themselves on the radio. They're exactly. so excited about it. They're like, just be in the moment. Record it with my cell phone. Turn up that radio. Fortunately, this is very different. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we want to hear ourselves broadcast. So we got a show this weekend at the Tempe Improv, almost sold out. So if you're yeah, watching... Saturday night sold out already. There's only a few tickets left for the late show. Um, Friday night is on its way, and night once we get in and do press on Thursday. Oh. So if you want to come in and you want to see the show, buy those hurry up, bitches, hurry. Tempe's always fun because Ari Shafir's in Dead Punch, and they and they let us drink now too. Dead Punch is a pool term. Yeah, I remember. It took me a second. Dead Stroke. That's a hanger. Pool terminology. In the Why zone. Is that on? Do you guys keep doing this to each other? No, it just started by itself. It unmuted. On both ears? Oh, you know what it is. Mute the computer. I got, it on, I got it on both things. I got it on this Ustream window, too. And Brian is redoing my website, and in doing so, his fucking master genius self, he's put the, uh, the Ustream actually on JoeRogan.net. So if you go to the webpage... There's a there's a little corner link that says live webcam, so you can see it right from there. It's so gonna now, get better. It's, it's gonna get better, and it's on iTunes now too. You can find the official Joe Rogan podcast on, or is it just the Joe Rogan podcast? It's called the Joe Rogan podcast, and, and it's on iTunes. Yeah, so you can get that shit. Or if you have Zoom, you could go to your website and download the MP3s. Yeah, if you're one of those Zoom dudes who just hates Apple so much, you had to get one of the goofiest fucking devices ever. Unless it does anything better, there's no need for another one. You know? What's Zoom? It's a, the Microsoft version of the iPod. Oh. And the people that, are, that prefer it, you oh, can yeah. tell they're like super Windows heads. Really? You know, people that just love Windows. Because that's mad denial. Yeah. Especially the old Zoom. Do you remember ever oh. using that where it's like a fake oh, spin wheel? It's like it pushed it down. Yeah, it's it clicked, awful. It clicked up and down. It was retarded. It I was guess so the new weird. one's not bad. I guess they probably couldn't use the technology, right? Didn't you say that Patton. Apple is suing Patton. people? For the, the technology that in their iPhone. Yeah, Android using. devices and Sprint devices, they're all fucked right now because they own, or Apple owns like 20 of the patents that all these new cell phones are using. That's why you have a phone like the, the, the Android or the, the Droid. You're like, wow, it has pinch to zoom just like the iPhone. Well, yeah, they all, Apple owns all these patents. So Android might be hurting. Uh, Android, even Palm might be hurting because their new phones are all really just pretty much stealing all of Apple's uh, shit. Wow. That would be nuts. The only one that's not in trouble right now, I guess, is the new Windows 7 phone. So maybe why, some, why? They don't use the patents? They haven't. They, they, they are, were really smart not to use any patents. They have their own shitload of patents. So. You know, the problem is pinch to zoom. There's no better way to do it. There really isn't. No. There has, shit, but I'm awesome. sure there could be like a way that you can make like circle to zoom. You know, and it's square well, to the same circle. Come on, man. You want it, You want to be able to pinch it. Yeah, but what if you wanted to zoom on in part? You could just put a little circle around. Mm, not good. Like, no. Zoom that. No. 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 I want to do this. 
Yeah, but if I told you that bigger, five years that. ago, I was like, no, you could go like yeah, this. Yeah, but once like, I know that I can do that, <laughs> right. it's like when you have water in your ear and the water gets out of your ear, and you're like, oh, now I can hear. Like, you accepted the way your ear was, was. working when the water was in there. Right. You're just like, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can deal with this. But the people that still aren't on the internet, they're like, nah, I'll, I'll just make do. Mail's fine. There's a fucking awesome documentary on VBS TV about this dude who lives in the Arctic. Yeah. He's one of the last people that's allowed to live in the Arctic, and he lives, like, way the fuck up in the northeast part of Alaska. Like, there's no one within, like, hundreds of miles of him. He doesn't have a car. He gets electricity from a generator, and he fucking shoots all his own meat, kills all his own rabbits, kills all his own caribou, has to protect his cabin, little tiny-ass cabin, like the size of, like, a bedroom, has to protect his cabin from wolves, like, it's fucking really? from uh, bears, rather. Bears come to the, the cabin because he hangs his meat outside because it's never cold. They don't have a refrigerator. They don't have anything. So he hangs his fucking meat outside, and bears occasionally will come into the camp and smell it. So he's got this dog that he leaves out that's supposed to protect, protect the cabin him? and bark. So then he comes out, has to chase the bear down with a fucking shotgun, and he's doing this in the nighttime. It's uh-huh. night, and he can't see, and he's chasing down this fucking bear and shooting at it. It is nuts. Like, this guy is living... In the extreme, the, I mean, as as close. I mean, that's sort of civilized. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, he can damn. get to civilization, I guess. Yeah, I but mean, he's not in he's, it. He's got a television. He's got a generator. He can get electricity. Watches DVDs that he gets shipped to him. He he still has not seen uh, even an image of the 9/11 towers falling. Really? No. He heard about it on the radio. Thought it was crazy, but he lives up there. Just him and his fucking wife, man. It's nuts. How hot is his wife? Not. She's not. Russell Peters is watching us right now. Russell Peters Russell up in this bitch. Russell Peters is the man. He's one of the nicest guys ever. How nice is Russell Peters? But he's Indian. And you have to deal with that. Oh, you can't no. just let it go. It's there. We're all oh, thinking no, about it. No, no. What? So rude. He's, he's faking that, ladies and gentlemen. You see the other day Russell was hanging out with somebody cool. Like I forget the, the, the old hip-hop rap guy from the 80s. as like, it takes two. Uh, Bismarcky? No. Something like know. that. He, but he was just like, tweeting out he was hanging out with him the other day. Who was and, like, that? It takes to make a thing go right. Like DJ Quit? No. DJ Easy Rock? I forget. But I was like, man, that's so awesome. Someone in the really? Twitterverse knows. What is the answer to that question, ladies and gentlemen? You know, bitches. Yeah, that's Rob awesome. Bass. That's right. Rob Bass. Rob right. Bass. Right. Yeah, he even shit. says it in the song. FD. Maybe it wasn't Rob Bass. Now I'm screwed because I don't even know if that doesn't sound Fucking savage. Oh. What happened? <laughs> it wasn't it doesn't sound like the right guy. No? no. Well, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. We're just talking about how Russell Do you remember Peters Third Base, that old rapper? Third Base? Yeah, the white guy. Yeah, what happened to those guys? I He's don't like, know. <laughs> I love them. I, I had two too. albums. Yeah. Gas Face. They have two albums? Yeah. Gas well, Face. No, the other, that, was, that was the DJ. What the fuck is his name? The white dude. Uh, uh, he was good. Prime man. Minister Pete Nice. That was one. Right, Pete Nice. And who was the other one? And, um... I don't know. Fuck! What was his name, DJ Googler. No, I, I... Prime Minister Pete Nice and... Fuck. Come on, folks. Rob Bass. Rob Bass, I think it was. No, 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 no. no. Rob Bass is the other dude. Yes, first. This is... Yeah, well, now I'm just confused. We're way too Didn't he the one... Didn't he the one that had an MTV show? Which one had the MTV show? Uh, that's a good question. Was that Pete Nice or was that... Uh, no, This that dude. Was, yeah... Well, the next guy, white rapper. No, wrote, the next white rapper. This guy just wrote DJ Boom Boom. You're just making shit up, bro. DJ Boom Boom. No DJ Boom Boom. <laughs> it's not DJ Boom Boom. I'll know it's the answer DJ, when I hear it. DJ Sniffles, man. DJ no, Sniffles. man, that's a lie. It's DJ Sniffle. Who are the, the third bass is the band? Yeah. yeah. 
and there was the white guy with glasses. The They're big, both the white. Big guy, but the big guy. Right. Prime Minister Pete Nice but, and so-and-so. What was the... Anyway, the other guy. Who the fuck is it? It's not DJ Easy Rock, you fuck. No. DJ Richie Rich. No. MC Search. That's MC Search! Aussie Tribe. Uh, you're the fucking yeah, man. Russell just stole that. Ah, MC Search. Isn't that amazing how your brain go-to. just blows up yeah. like immediately? Why, it said? why is it so Russell hard said MC Search, to remember things? things? I don't know. Dumb information, it's like, but then once that info, it's, it's weird when a, a memory gets awakened, when you didn't think the memory was in your head at all, and then someone brings it up, and all of a sudden it like re-blooms, comes back to life, like someone talks you about fully some know shit. it. Yeah, some shit that happened like when you were a kid, and you're like, oh yeah, what the fuck, I forgot about that, and, and then all of a sudden, boom, it what's weird when that happens, that opens up a lot of these little memories that just because you remember that one thing, then you'll start remembering like, oh, and I remember like, I used to listen yeah. to that guy at the grocery store. Bishop Desmond Tutu gets the gas face. I don't know how much, I don't know how much. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there. Yeah. Yeah. MC Search was good, man. I liked that guy's flow, but it seemed like people would like pick on him because he was white. It was like, he, yeah. and then he became like a producer instead of a rapper, which I think was a huge mistake because I think as a rapper, he was really badass. He was fucking good. Like I, I used to love his stuff, but I felt like he was almost sort of like doing it, but sort of apologizing at the same really? time or something. He's a Jew, he Russell stopped, says. He stopped doing it. But the guy should have never stopped rapping. That guy was fucking good. Yeah. The idea that he went on to produce some records, I'm sure he produced some good well, stuff. A lot of people do that, though, too. Yeah, they, they move out and they go stop, into They stop liking to perform. I can appreciate that. But I think with him, that guy was really fucking good. I really, really used to enjoy his shit. I'm going to illegally download both those albums tonight. I'm going to download them for fuck. I'm going to pay. I'm going to go to iTunes. I don't give a fuck. The new Gorillaz album came out today. Good. Yeah, did you say you didn't like it? Uh, I don't like the single. Uh, so I haven't that first single's not that great. Yeah. All I know is that one song that I did. You've heard a couple. I know, but I mean, if I had right. to like, identify one. Anyway. MC Search, please come back. Yeah. That's what we're trying to say. MC Search. Come on, man. It ain't too late. Just fucking dust off that hat and fucking, let's do this, son. Just step up and spit. Look at their songs now. <laughs> I, like, I like rap music, man. I mean, I joke about it in my act, but I really do, man. It's fun. I love that, you know, that they're talking shit. I like listening to people talk shit. I love that Nas song. <laughs> that hip-hop oh, is yeah. dead. When it backwards. Man. That's my landing. No, yeah. that's a great one, too. I like that, that one. Nas is a great writer. But hip-hop is dead. That's my landing music. Is, I, ro- I rotate between three songs. Hip-hop is dead. Uh, Tori Amos, Crucify. And Question. Really? Yeah, and Voodoo Child. Question. What do you mean by landing music? When I land, as soon as I put my fucking land, my touchdown, coming to a new city, okay. or even coming Follow to any question. city. Follow-up um, question. Why do the stewardesses let you have your earphones on during landing? First class, they let you fuck around. Yeah, but I knew it. That's totally true. I always leave them on. They never bother me when I'm not first class. But on the back, like, take it off. Yeah, they're Nazis in the back. You can't totally get away with it, but you can kind of play dumb. Like, what? Oh, okay. Take it off. Uh-huh. I mean, I never don't take it off. When they tell the me to rate, take it off, I take it off. Yeah. Like, you have to tell me. <laughs> I'm not going to take it off on my own. The rate, and if you're sleeping, they'll never yeah. wake you up. Uh, I, I will fake sleep. <laughs> They're like shaking. You know, like, I'll make sure that my seat is up, uh, so you don't. You so can't, that, right, you can't fuck that. me for that. But you know, I'm going to do this shit right here, and should just let me go, please. I'm nice. So no one's going to crash because my fucking head. Why do they make it turn off? Because of uh, radio waves? No, it's not a radio wave. It's just to be dicks. I mean, electric. Uh, they, they want you to turn off everything. They want you to turn off Game Boys. You know, they, they say turn off your laptop anything. too, but it's like it's on. Yeah. I don't know what you tell it. It's, well, it's, it's, it's nonsense. On. It's nonsense. It's all nonsense. The idea is some sort of electrical inf- interference, but I think really the good idea to it is that it forces people to comply. 
And that's the same thing with putting the seat up. Everybody thinks it's ridiculous. And I used to think it was ridiculous to force people to, to put their seat up. But now I think it's important because you've got to get them to fucking listen to you. Well, it's very If they do get into a tough... They don't want you to like lean back or something. Please, you're fucked. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, I mean, if, you know, if you're gonna get hurt, you're gonna get hurt. You know, anything that's gonna hurt you is not gonna hurt you any less because you're like this than you are like this. I mean, you're gonna get jacked. I guess maybe no. I, I can't. I can't see how even in the most furious turbulence it would make a difference. I think you're fucked either way. If you're fucked, you're fucked. You're on a goddamn metal tube flying through the air. You know. Yeah. I think the good thing about it is that they get you to comply. And I think, you know, I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. And you don't want anybody to tell you what to do. Yeah. But let's be honest. We're not going to do anything fucking crazy. You know, there's a lot of people out there that need to be told what to do. I, I, I like get out of my seat. Tell me what yeah. to do. Like, during the landing, I'm like, I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm going to fucking fly all over the yeah. place. Yeah. I think people, um, there's a certain amount of people. You know, we're, there's just too many of us. We need very clearly established rules, even if they're ridiculous. Even if it's just like, it sounds like I'm like a conservative. But <laughs> it does. I'm not. I'm just an expert in retards. You know, I just know there's just so many fucking dummies out there. It's it's very important to have a certain amount of order to the world. You know, because even though you don't want that order, you've worked really hard to put yourself into a position where you don't have to have that order. You know, I mean, look at the life you chose. You went from like a very obvious, you know, uh, you know, like regular normal person's life to being this crazy fucking comedian where you know you make your living talking shit on stage and mm-hmm. you know you sleep till noon and I mean that right that, that right there is most people would never be okay, able to figure out a way that's just too tricky it's too fucked up you know like most dumb people would never be able to figure out a way to, to slip through some weird path to make a career doing. by the way if you're watching your work right now uh, we're not talking about you no <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> just see Joe well, you know, nobody really wants to work unless you love what you're doing, and then it's not work anymore. Yeah. And that's really the secret to life. And then everybody loves something else, man. I mean, there's a reason why there's lawyers. There's a reason why there's a lot of dudes who love being fucking dentists, man. There's a lot of dudes who love being carpenters. Everybody's got their own thing, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. As long as you find it, then it's not really work, you know. And until then, it's gonna suck. I still get surprised sometimes on the road. I'm like, here's your check. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. It's like, because we do it so often for yeah. free, you know, especially in L.A. How many, how often do you do sets for free? Always. Yeah. All That's when I start, whenever people ask me, like, hey, do you want, like, feature for the third show or something or whatever, I'm always like, I've said no before, and then it's like, yeah, call me, can I do a guest spot? <laughs> you know, once I get there. So it's like, you just yeah. put me on the lineup. Yeah, once you're there bucks. and you hear the laughter, you just want to go up. Yeah. There was, it was when we were in um, uh, Australia, mm-hmm. the... Uh, the, the flight fucks you up, man, because it's like a 16-hour Yeah, time zone's flight. all crazy different, yeah, too. Yeah, and it's like 19 hours ahead, so it's like literally you're the next day. You don't know. So I was like really delusional. Like, I, I didn't know. But as soon as I got to the club, I saw the people. Whoo! It's like you get mm-hmm. that. It just sparks it up, you know? It's crazy. It's like, man, we're going to do a fucking show. We're going to have some fun. You know, it's like you just fire up. You just, yeah. like, you just get what... I mean, people... Man, I wish people in their regular jobs could feel what we feel when you're killing you know, I can't usually sleep for a couple hours afterwards too. Man, Even you're like wired. Tired before I go on, it's like wired afterwards. Especially when you got a new bit. Yeah. If you have a new bit and a new bit is killing, then it just takes everything up to the, to the next level. You know, it's crazy. Comedy is so much fucking fun. You seen Alice in Wonderland yet? No, 
I've heard very mixed reviews. Me I too. am going to watch it at Universal City Walk on Mushrooms uh, when we get back from Tempe, Arizona. This sounds like the worst idea. It's going to be so good there in 3D, IMAX. Dude, have you not had, have you not blatantly had? disregarding the law. Right. Have you not had a bad trip before? No. Oh, that's why. Um, Jesus. That's going to be your first well, bad trip. Well, here's what I think about bad trips. And I, I think for sure you could definitely take too much of anything and have a bad trip no matter what uh -huh. your state of mind is. Right. You know, I've had bad trips on pot. I've never had bad trips on anything else but pot. But I've had bad trips eating pot. I think it's the state of mind. I think it's how you approach it. I yeah. think it's where you're at when you take it. If you're in a good place, if you're a happy change. person, to a point. I mean, last time I did shrooms, I started shitting and having diarrhea. And no, that changes everything because you oh. think you're dying. That's <laughs> yeah. Food poisoning mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. You see somebody get into an accident across the street from you and you're like, no, right. it's all going bad. Are you doing that yeah. psychedelia show next time? Sure, if I can. When okay. is it? April, I think April yeah, 18th. Yeah, it's a good show. April 18th, if you haven't seen it or heard about it, Ari Shafir is doing, if you live in L.A., He's doing this psychedelic show, and he did it. Uh, when 15, was the last? Was the last date? Last date was in February. You got um, some clips on your your website, right? Yeah, or don't you? look at it yet. I, I gotta make them better. No, well, this uh, so the idea of the show is most comedians that we know, at least most funny ones, yeah, have had a few psychedelic experiences, and uh, a lot of them have had really funny stories to go with them, and so they're they're all uh, talking about it. Uh, you know, in front of a crowd. It should be kind of cool. Yeah, there's just fun stories. My only listening. problem is anything interesting I've ever learned, I've already told. Right. Uh, like a hundred fucking times. Right. You uh, know? Right. I mean, I, I always get asked. That's why we have to do a new drug experience, experience for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> peyote and Tempe this weekend. That's the place to do it, right? Yeah, right. We'll find together. some peyote spirits in us and shit. Peyote. Yeah, some guy, Dylan Brody, told a peyote story. Peyote's supposed to be incredible. Synthetic yeah. peyote. Finding a spirit yeah. self. My friend Matt was in New York and he took it and he said he could hear people talking in, in a building like across the street, <laughs> like way over there. He said there's a glass window and he goes, I can hear them talking. Meanwhile, it's probably just like a cell phone going uh -huh. off. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think there's, there's, there's way, ways we can perceive things other than the standard way. When I'm drunk, I can hear things further away, but like I can center it, like at a bar where I can normally hear nothing. I can center on one person talking. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. When you're drunk? You yeah, but people, people around me, it's all like, rrr, rrr, but then I just see them and I hear what they're saying. So you think it's your, like your liver? I don't know. <laughs> what? I, I think no, no idea. It's mine. I mean, your liver. Yes, your liver does it. Who knows, man? Your liver is what makes uh, wheat so fucked up when you eat it. Uh -huh. That's when it produces that shit. It's called 11 hydroxy metabolite. Mm -hmm. Apparently it's it's um it's it's present in smoking it when you smoke it it's present but it's not like a psychoactive levels but when you eat it it's processed by your body and it produces this fucking insane chemical that's like four times more psychoactive than THC that's why when you eat pot it's so like whoa you know those brownies that or the cookies, cookies. that somebody gave us in Chicago holy Jeff shit something. even fucking Joey right. Diaz freaked out on them. Joey Diaz said he had a mild heart attack. <laughs> that was the first time. Well, no, it wasn't. But it was the first time I realized. We were, I was, we were all still high the next day. And you wake up. And you're just kind of like shuffling your feet. It feels sort of weird. Like you're still tired. Yeah. Until it hits you. But you're not high, You're too high to like think it out. So you're like. I was so high. I, I reevaluated my entire life that night. <laughs> I really did. I made some life-changing decisions that night. I was so fucking gone. I, I literally, I mean, it was very, very similar to taking mushrooms. Very similar. Just just as intense, 
and just go into a different place. It was like, wow, this is strong. And you know how I knew it was really, really, really strong? Is when I laid in the bed and I closed my eyes and the fucking hallucinations were insane. Weird. It was all, yeah, it was all these, like these cartoon characters fucking each other and, and becoming <laughs> different things and fucking each other and becoming different things and fucking each other and becoming different things. It was insane and they were like, the cartoon characters were like like a glowing, almost like a neon. They had like a glowing neon quality to them. Like they looked like someone drew them, but then there was like a glowing neon like center to them. Uh-huh. It was fucking insane. It went on for like a half an hour. I was like, holy shit. This is just from eating weed. Last time I ate mushrooms, I, I, when I was getting sick and stuff, then I resorted to bed. And uh, it was weird because it went into like stages of like, first I was shaking really fast. Then I went into like a sweaty, and then I got into like a thing that felt like I was going inside out or something. And it was like seven things, but it was in a cycle. Like it kept on doing it. Like I'm like, all right, next is coming to shake, right? Oh yeah, here comes the shake and stuff like that. And then I was like, oh wait, it's like seasons of the earth, man. Oh and then I was like, How many did you go through? Did you uh, probably about 150 of those things. And oh each one, God. yeah, I mean, that's how bad my last mushroom trip was. And Holy it was like, shit. it was sick. Mixed with thinking I was some kind of season. How much did you take, dude? Uh, about an eighth or half an eighth, seventy-five percent of an eighth or something like that. <coughs> wow. What is an eighth? How many? How many? Uh, it's like it's usually people do half an Three eighth and, and then maybe not, later. I'd say. Three and a third. Three point five four six or something. Right. They say the real big dose is like five five grams. Five grams. See, yeah. I. Some, you talk to the, some people and they're just like, no, dude, you got to smoke seven joints kind no, of people. No, a lot of people think that the, to get the most out of pot, really, the way to really do it right is to not smoke pot for a long time and then blow it the fuck out. Just right. get high as a kite. And then you have... I haven't like, smoked for the last couple of days and now I'm just gone. Yeah. But have you heard yeah, of people... Just a couple of days, you stoner. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about like taking a month off. <laughs> I was like, I haven't smoked in at least 28 hours. Okay. <laughs> have you ever t- talked to those guys that, that like, I don't trip on one hit of ass, but I trip on 10, man. You know? Yeah, well, there are definitely some dudes. What's, what's wrong well, with those I don't people? know, man, but don't you think that we all have different chemical structures yeah, to our bodies? Absolutely. Yeah, but it's like... They, all vary, I right? bet you they didn't even try the one dose thing. They're just like, no, I like to Eat five pizzas, <laughs> man. Maybe. But have you ever met a dude who just can't drink? I knew, yeah, a, yeah. especially back in Boston, I knew a lot of guys that they would drink and then all Bad of a sudden, drinks. I mean, one drink and they were Gonsville. Yeah. They right. just didn't exist. Right. A girl I went out with once, one drink. She would go one drink in and then all of a sudden she'd be throwing glasses and yelling really? shit and swearing at people. Yeah, she's the same weight as somebody who can completely handle it. It was nuts. It was nuts. I mean, it was one fucking drink and she would be gone. One? One drink. It was like she was allergic to alcohol or something. It was something That's weird. And she was completely crazy. There was one girl I knew that uh, a Jewish girl. She's friends on Facebook. She might be watching, so I won't say her name. But uh, first time she smoked weed. Say her fucking religion, man. Huh? Oh, she's, she's Jewish. Jewish. Why'd Jew- you have to say that? Because I want you guys to at least have a chance to find out who she is. <laughs> Just tell me. He's going to be going to a He's going to be clues. Because it's, it's a hilarious... You it's a, you hilarious, burn it. it's oh, a hilarious story. Okay, so it's just a hint. Uh, Alright, so uh, she, she smoked weed at my house. She's like, I'm not good with weed. Whatever. She smoked one bong hit. She stood up, ran full speed into my bathroom, hit the, the huh. bathtub, and just flew in the bathtub and smashed her face in the bathtub. And I'm like, Was she fainting? Did oh, she faint? God. She just was I like, with the I just had to run. run. Oh my God. <laughs> that was like one hit. Oh that did. God. I'm like, holy shit, there's something weird in her 
whatever DNA yeah. that snapped immediately. Well, you know, we also don't realize how strong this fucking weed is. We right. don't realize because this is Ohio shit weed, though, too. Really? Yeah, this is in Ohio. Damn. Wow. Maybe she's just a freak. How bad was Ohio's weed compared to California's? Oh, it was Mexican brick weed. It's like where it's compressed, where at least you're like, this. I don't have much weed left, but that one brick, you're just like pulling out tons of That was of a long time ago, right? Maybe yeah. it's gotten better? In well, Ohio? Get it, from, get it from California. Yeah, I'm sure it's getting better. Yeah. I was also broker back then, so it's probably always existed. It's, you know, the people that get arrested for like drugs, why is it they're always speeding? You have a life sentence in your car. Yeah, why don't you just slow down? They're always doing something stupid. Like, they're always talking on the phone without using a headset, or, and they get pulled over for that, and then all of a sudden the cop's like, right. why do yeah. I smell weed, you know? And then, you know, you pop the trunk, and he's got a fucking giant brick of weed in the back. Right. Or you're parked on the side of the road with your door open, yeah. and a girl's sitting on your lap. And you're like, okay, why do you have a gun in the backseat of your car? Right, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, why are you so nervous? Why right. are you sweating? What is it that, about these fucking trucks that get busted and they have like a hundred million dollars worth of weed in them? You know, like giant fucking semis. Like, how crazy is That's that? That's like a, a gamble. Let's take yeah, a chance. Fuck it. <laughs> how many do you think of those get through? Dude, I bet they a must, lot. They must get through. I bet 90% of them get through. They busted one of them in Arizona because the guy had a UPS truck. It was yeah. a UPS truck. Stolen? No, no, it wasn't real. It was a forged, a fake UPS truck. They made a UPS truck with fake numbers. Wow. They just took the numbers from one of the other UPS trucks, they wrote it down, they recreated a fucking UPS brilliant. truck. Yeah, brilliant. And why and did they get the over? Because the cops ran the fucking number that was on it. They were speeding or doing something. The cops ran the number that was on it, and it turns out it, it was it, it was the wrong truck. It was, so, like, no, we're it, in Michigan. It didn't match. Yeah. It didn't match, for whatever reason. So they decided to pull him over. So they pulled this guy over, and he's got a giant fucking truckload of weed. Uh-huh. I mean, they just decided to pretend that they were delivering. Hmm. We're, we're for UPS. They're pretty nobody would check it. They probably got away with it a fuckload of times. Yeah. You know, and then one guy just got a little careless and started driving fast, and he got busted. You always get complacent. You get away with it yeah. a few times, you get yeah. totally normal. And you feel like, I'm not going to get caught. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's what... Uh, and that becomes part of the thrill of it, too, I think, for people. There's a lot of people that are addicted to crime, and they think that crime, like selling weed or doing anything illegal, where you, you know... You don't really even pay taxes on it. There's a fucking a wild outlaw thrill to that shit. You know, some people love living like that, but those motherfuckers, you can't be around them. They're gonna blow up. Like that shit is not gonna last. Like you're you're not you're not playing by society's rules. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're running around selling drugs, I like to get drugs, and I think it's awesome that you're doing that. But I don't want to be around you because if you're the guy who's making his <laughs> life off of selling, you know, if you're making your life off selling cocaine, like you might be fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, you might just be a reckless, wild motherfucker. That's a dangerous thing. I mean, how many people get rich and retire off of cocaine? I don't know any. None went to our synagogue. There's a few. <laughs> there's a few that you hear about in Cocaine Cowboys. Really? Griselda. She's she's still alive. Cocaine Cowboys too. She got out and like retired. She got out. They they shipped her to Bogota. She killed like 200 people. Oh really? Yeah, she made hundreds of millions of dollars. She was like the she queen killed two hundred people. Oh yeah, yeah. In overdose or like directly hits? responsible for like like two hundred people dying off her coke. Brian, what are you doing? Somebody asked what I was drinking. I was putting it up in the oh, weirdos. It's good. It tastes like uh, beer almost. Oh, it's kombucha. Oh, I thought it's it was mushroom. a beer. Yeah. That would be micro weird. Brew. No, I guess it's not weird. No, it wouldn't really be that weird. <laughs> anyway, this Griselda chick is still alive. They took pictures of her in Bogota, Colombia. So she got out of jail. They, yeah. they deported her. And now she's fucking running around Colombia. Man. And she's, she's rich as fuck. 
She's like incredibly, incredibly rich and ruthless. The Cocaine Cowboys is fucking incredible. I never thought. Oh my god, you have to watch it. It's one of the greatest documentaries ever. And then Cocaine Cowboys 2 is even better. Cocaine Cowboys 2 is just fucking nuts, man. I mean, it tells you, it just shows you how nutty Miami was in the 1980s when cocaine was coming through there. I mean, it just changed the fucking face of the city. That city was built on cocaine. Mm. The cops, there were so many corrupt cops that one year, the entire graduating um, uh, group in the police academy, the entire graduating group, all of them either wound up dead or locked up in jail. Really? Yep, all of them. I hate Miami so much. Oh my god, it's so crazy, and that's why it's, it's so least crazy. Favorite it's the cities. coke. It's the coke. It's a cocaine flavored city. There's a lot of cool people in Miami, man. I had a show there recently. I did the Lincoln Theater. It was mm -hmm. fucking awesome, man. It was really awesome. Everybody was super cool. The show was nice, but fuck, man, that that improv. The improv's the worst improv. The worst ever, comedy club I've ever been to. Ever. That Miami improv made me stop going to Miami. Yeah. It was so bad. They would just yell out shit. Nobody gave a fuck. It was just like... You 30 were, tables just yeah. screaming. And, we're talking. You shut up. What? A giant room full of cokeheads. I mean, yeah. just a room full of cokeheads. We're not even lying about this. Like, if, if we had 200 people in the crowd, how many people do you think were cokeheads? If we had how many? 200. I'd uh, say 80. I'd say 80 were on coke. 80 were on coke. Yeah. Another 80. 40 doesn't have any on them. That's not bullshit. And the 40 that didn't have it on them, they might get shitty because they're coming down. Yeah. I mean, really, it was fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, right. That place was crazy. And Cuban, Cuban coked up. And that world. place is one of the one places where I've never heard a headliner get more sabotaged when they decided to put Kevin Meany up after Joey Diaz. You're talking Cuban and cokehead. <laughs> That's what, I mean, the, oh, yeah, the audience is Cuban. Jokes. The audience is Cuban, right? The audience does, does you know, coke, and Joey has, like, an hour of coke material. He could go on and on about The best is watching him, and the way he says it's so funny, oh so you'll say, you kind of giggle, like, yeah. oh, that sounds funny, and then you'll see somebody just yeah. die laughing, you're yeah. like, oh, you know about this shit. He says shit that I don't even know, because yeah. I've never done coke, but it's funny, just because... Two times a lady on a Thursday, yeah. you know, you know. You know what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> about. And I'm like, I don't know. But if he, if he does that to a room full of cokeheads... Oh my God, Joey used to destroy that place. <laughs> he used to level that motherfucker. He was on stage once, and he was spitting, and sweat was flying off of him, and he was telling jokes they about him being in one window. They're both on coke, him and his cat, and he's in one window, and the cat's in the other one, and they're fucking looking out for police. <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed any harder. I don't think I've ever laughed any harder. And Joey, so Joey's leveling these audiences with this kind of material. And Kevin Meany went up after him. And Kevin Meany, this is before Kevin Meany came out of the closet. So Kevin Meany was doing like, he used to do We Are the World, like We Are the World tribute thing, like a whole song that Kevin was like Meany his closing would. bit. Yeah. But this was like decades after that We Are the World. Nobody remembered that anymore. <laughs> and these 20 year old people in the audience had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. And this is after Joey. So they're like, goes shut up. up. And yeah, they're, and they're animals. And this is after Joey goes up, and Joey's just leveling the place. I mean, it, was, it hurts you to watch. It hurt you to watch. That's one of the, the worst, like, scheduling of comics ever. They do that all the time. Like, especially, like... Well, no, to punish them? No. They, 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 people, like... Not smart. If a comic wants too much money, sometimes they'll do that. You know, like... Or oh, some, some people over. don't think a guy's that good. Like, some club owners are really fucking stupid. Oh, they'll be like, oh, Joey Diaz, he's, he's just fine. Well, what I heard was... The one then, who I heard got fucked with the most was Mitch Hedberg. 
Mitch Hedberg got fucked with a bunch of times where they would put on like these singing black guys before him, uh-huh. you know, and these guys would destroy with like really dumb hack shit. And then Mitch Hedberg would go up with this really weird, unique act, you know, that like on paper isn't even funny, you know, it's like he's got some really yeah. great stuff, like an interesting way of delivering, but it was, it's very much you have to set it up correctly. You ha- can't have some guy going up singing and dancing and having the whole audience clap along. And then Hedberg, who just basically stands there and, and giggles, <laughs> you know, yeah. double G hotel, you know, like he's got like all these weird jokes that are like, they're just so, you know, so uniquely him, but you got to set it up right, you know, and that's, that, that's a part of comedy. Like people go, oh, that guy can't follow that guy. It doesn't mean that that guy's not good. It means that their acts aren't compatible. A lot of people don't have a harder time following the other people, Yeah, but those people will have a harder time following people that I don't have, you know. Sometimes, no yeah, it's just certain styles. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, if, if a guy's like really super cerebral and really wordy and uh-huh. doesn't swear and is really, you know, then you go up and you want to talk about get your dick sucked. You know, people yeah. are like, whoa, what the fuck? Think, yeah, <laughs> even when Brett Ernst, for some reason, and, and Caponera were killing, I, could, I would always do well. I don't know right. why. Yeah. But when other people are, are killing, then I have trouble. And it's like, I don't. Yeah. It's it's certain styles. Yeah, Joey used to have, uh, his, his jinx used to be A.J. Jamal. Do you remember really? how good yeah, A.J. was? Yeah, great. Oh, he was amazing. He's incredible timing. A.J. Jamal was such a pro, man. He just, his timing was just so perfect. You could hear the same jokes ten times in a row and he still would laugh. And for whatever reason, I think that just got inside Joey's head because Joey wasn't that kind of a guy. He wasn't like mm-hmm. a technician. Like, A.J. Jamal just had that perfect timing. Bang, 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 too. Bang. Yeah. yeah, and it just, the way he would do it, like, you would just be recovering from the last joke, and then the next one would hit you. But it would mm-hmm. hit you at the right time. Like, why were you still appreciating that joke? And then another one hits you, and he just would hit you with these waves. And Joey was just a, a, a you know, sort of like a stream of consciousness guy. He would just go up. He had a couple ideas of some jokes he would talk about, but he wanted to just fuck around. He wanted to, like, find, find the material on stage. I think it bothered him that this guy was, like, so, uh, so like, yeah. rigid. And it, That used to bother me a lot, too, when I... If a guy was like a really strong Too much act, act. Well, it was really strong and well done, it would make me insecure. I would say, like, "Fuck, what is his mind that good?" I mean, I'm not that doing what he's doing. I have trouble following somebody does real, real well with crowd work. Then uh, it's like, because then that's my my pull out move is right. to do some crowd work. But then it's like, right. wow, he just did it already. He did it better than you. So now my one cheat move is fucking taken away from me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that crowd move is a good move if you get in a, if you got a position to go f- to it. Yeah. You know, like you used to have. The, I don't want to say the joke, but you know, there's one that you do where you, you know you talk to a chick in the audience and it always oh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's just blam. Yeah. You know, you you I I always wait for it. Like when you start talking about that, and then I go here it comes. Like if you're ever in a tricky situation, you bust that one up. That's just a yeah. guaranteed <laughs> crack in the face. You know, but those are nice. I mean, it's really no different than any other kind of joke that you're gonna just. I mean, you're recreating. The moment, you know, you're you're saying it all like you're thinking it right yeah. there and then. But a lot of it is shit you said many many times before. You just yeah. gotta keep it as organic as possible. Yeah, I like doing crowd work too because it sets my uh, mouth and my cadence to be like, this is me real talking. Like, what's right. up, a nice jacket. I like that shit. Yeah, you know? that's smart. Yeah. And then if my jokes sound, and then I went to the store. Right. You never guess what it sounds yeah. like. Ugh, it sounds gross. Yeah, it does. When does it ever sound grosser than when you're in a tiny little audience? Yeah. When you're in a tidy audience, like three people, you see all the problems with your material. Like tiny audiences are really good to do. Because when you perform in front of like three people, it's so uncomfortable that you're making this person talk to you. Like the illusion of a crowd is just gone. It's just like, what are we doing? I performed for two once. Two people at Dangerfields in New York City. 
and uh, it was one of the it's the weirdest feeling. But you make it makes you snip out the fat in your jokes. It makes you get to the point quicker. You you respect their attention span more because it's more ridiculous for you to require them to listen to you. But you also can't pretend like you're doing a pause that might be set in there theatrically in a good way. Yes, like, I can't even do right. it now. It's not even a bad thing. Right. I just this seems really fucking really weird. Fucking fake. You find yeah. out what the fake shit is. You can do a pause if you're really thinking that way. Right. You know, if you're like, you know, if there's a moment you're at where you're like, what, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what, what is really? What is that? There is a real moment. There's a real opportunity for a moment there. But it has to be real. And I think very often we write stuff and we write it and we say it in a way we just know it's going to kill. Yeah. You know, and it's not necessarily the way you would say it in front of a small group of people. It's good to clean your act up with that shit. It's good to do shows where people aren't impressed too. Yeah. Like that's why it's good to do those improv shows, like those Wednesday night shows. Those people don't give a shit. They, they're not, they don't know you're going to be there. They're not your fans. They don't come to see you. They come to see any kind of comedy. And okay. they just saw 10 guys that have been on television. That guy from Comedy Juice just wrote me yesterday. And he was like, hey, uh, Ari, we'd love to have you uh, come back. I know you did it before. And I was like, oh, cool. I did it once. And that the guy who booked it left. Um, so I've been looking to see who get in contact with you. And he was like, yeah, anytime you want. Next week, the week after, the week after that. And I was like, um, how about the week after that? This is Ari. And he goes, oh, now how about April? And I'm like, you thought it was Ari Spears, didn't you? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I did. I think it auto-completed on it, <laughs> whatever. And I was That's like, hilarious. it's fine, man. That happened. It's not the first time. That is hilarious. You know, the webcam's on, guys. Oh, <laughs> look at it. Tell him a fucking show, man. Tell me a little story. We don't have to stare at people. Yeah, so my manager called. You know, the guy that no one else knows ever. Except you, too. I thought that was a good story, man. I'm fucking baked. He wanted to go to Comedy Juice. Comedy Juice is... The, it all related, man. Comedy Juice is the local uh, Wednesday. show Wednesday, Wednesday show nights. Improv. Wednesday nights at the Improv. Really good show. And there's always, like, you know, famous John people. Like Louis C.K. will stop by. Mark Maron will stop by. All these good guys will stop by. So it's a good place to perform. But it's good to do like little tiny shitholes too, right? It's good to do like bars and dives. and You know what's great is that little room next to the improv. You know, there's the big improv, but there's that little tiny ass room. That's where we're doing the what's it called show. The what show? Psychedelia show. No, no, no. I mean in Tempe. Oh, 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 yeah. You know that one? That was the shit. Did you go up in there? No, never been up there. Just watched. Just watched. Todd Glass Glass, goes and just does that room, you know? It's a fucking sweet room, man. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the sweetest rooms in the country, and it's connected to one of the biggest rooms in the country. The whole thing's, it's like a comedy complex. It's amazing that Tempe has so much comedy, you know? It's, a, it's also the biggest improv to begin with. Is it? Well, oh, Chicago might be bigger now. That San Jose, no, what about San oh, San Jose, Jose. San Jose, yeah. Crazy. Listen to me, West Palm is bigger than all of them. Oh, they redid it now, West right? Palm is, West Palm is huge. It's like 700 people. It's fucking insane. You, you walk in and you're like, what? Like, it's really? so big. What does San Jose have? Let's see, like 500 maybe? 450, 480, something yeah. like that. Yeah, this place is 700 people, something like that. It's at least 650. But apparently, wow. uh, it's, it's hard to fucking film, man. That's hard yeah, to film. Yeah, Bruce Bruce and Gabriel Iglesias every other week. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see that Carlos Mencia fight on his Twitter the other day? He had with uh, some guy that was making fun of him or something. No. Uh, let that poor fuck go. <laughs> what had happened? It's just, it's very crazy how this guy got to him pretty, and he... What did he say to him? Off. God, I just started shitting like, I own you. I bet you spend more time on me than any other comedians yeah. you actually like. I own you. 
I'm the Punisher. Anytime you try to publicly show somebody up online, you're like, you're not showing them up. You're yeah, just, yeah. it's just, you're both, you guys are just idiots. The guy writing back to You can't ever hear a response. I did that before. You feel like an idiot after yeah. afterwards. Like, why did I waste my time doing this? Like, there's sometimes where you read something, someone will say something douchey, and you're like, I could just crush this idiot right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna and then I was like, what am I doing? Internet. Like, why friends. am I entering in? Like, people are just drawing into some silly fight. I like, saw somebody on Twitter talk about that, and they said it to Marin. And they said, uh, it's like the Special Olympics. Even if you win, just so retarded. Yeah, that's like a, there's a like picture a of that. You know, you know what would be, really yeah. be really funny? Inspirational pictures. Would be really funny to film <laughs> somebody. Point, still like the <laughs> film somebody, have like this online war with somebody, yeah. and just have them going back and forth, and it became so dangerous, you could go to fight them, and it's like a four-year-old. Four well, like, that's all it is, usually. Like, who are they? Just some kid. Yeah, it was a kid who was 20. That kid from, uh, from Ohio. Remember? Yeah. We brought him to the show. Right. He turned right. out to be just a kid fucking around. I mean, he was a nice guy. I, yeah, but I imagine if the kid... Him, met him. I even like, talked to him on the Jimmy You can't Kimmel tell show. tone, too. The this kid guy, pulls up um, I, I, he and I had a MySpace battle. And then <laughs> it was, like, really ridiculous. And um, uh, it, it got put on some websites. And then when I went... I, and I, like, he and I went back and forth, on the, in, even in the emails. He said, like, you know, all right, you win. And he said, if I ever meet you, I would be uh, happy to shake your hand. I said, I'd shake your hand, too, dude. It's all just fun, right? And he goes, yeah. He goes, well, it's nice talking to you. Like, it ended, like, okay. Mm. You know? I mean, it was, like, really weird. It's like, you know, sometimes you talk shit to people, and you don't really mean what you're saying. But it's like, you, you're, you've entered into, like, a little contest. Like, you want to talk stupid? You want to say some dumb shit? Well, I'm going to say some dumb shit. It's the only way you can show somebody up, yeah. too. Yeah. The best that people that think just insulting your mother will do the trick. Oh, come on. Cool. <laughs> like, I fucked your mom three times exactly. this week. Ha ha. Boom. Pune. But for comics and, and like, for us... Nice. That's a fun exercise sometimes. That's the problem. Mm. It's like when people know that you do it, like they get mad at you. Like, hey, what an asshole. You know, he's, he's calling this guy a loser. Maybe you're a fucking loser. We think you're fucking badass because you're on TV. But no, I'm just practicing dealing with douchebags. It's like they're like online hecklers. It's like the same thing as a heckler in an audience. It's really the same thing. You're just breaking them down. For a comic, that's fun sometimes. Yeah. I wish you I don't do it do. online. I don't do it online anymore. I used to. It's just so stupid. It's like you're 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 deciding to get upset and to enter into this little you know this little competition with someone who you don't know who chooses to interact with you that way. That's the way they choose to interact with you. They choose to attack you, and you're right. just gonna like submit to that and start going back and forth. And that's ridiculous. They you, they win right away. You're that's just part of being like in the public eye, part of being an entertainer. You're gonna get people that want to hate you. That's yeah. like normal. That's as soon as shit. they start, as soon as you get back yeah. involved, you're like, maybe I'll show them up. You won't, no it's matter what you do. It's a waste of energy. That's what it yeah. is. It's a waste of energy. Unless you can do it and you're just having fun and it's good natured and you know and you do it just for yeah. shits and giggles. As long as it's good natured. But if you're really getting upset and you're really trying to hurt their feelings, like. My rule is too is if you just want to show them that they error their ways, you never mm -hmm. will. They'll never see it. They'll think that. They yeah, showed yeah. you up. They you don't think you showed some up them. Will. Some, some people it's will. So yeah, rare for like a reflective moment. You're like, you know what? Yeah, but you never know, man. You might be able to, with, with no aggression, like you might be able to show someone like just in a, a very calm way. It's just very hard. Yeah. It's very hard for them to accept it. But the occasional person will accept it. Occasional person who's just confused. You know, a, lot of, a lot of people, man, the reason why they lash out is because really they just want someone to love them. They just, no one loves them. You know, mm -hmm. and this is a lot of fucking humans out there, man. There's a lot of people that, they live these terrible fucking lives. I don't know who it was. I think it was some fucking famous guy. Ralph, was it Emerson? I don't remember who it was. I heard this, this, this quote. Um, oh, fuck. What was it? God damn it. 
I'm too high. Taylor got into a, uh, somebody yelled at him in the, in the supermarket parking lot because he was going in the wrong way. And somebody is, you know, I got into an accident once that way. And he said, he goes, yeah, I bet you got into an accident when somebody's going the right way. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> it doesn't yeah. prove anything. God damn it, I forgot the quote. What was it? What was it about? I remember. I remember. Too much weed. All right, Tempe, Arizona this weekend. <laughs> hey, Mike, go into the chat room. There's been a lot of good questions. How what are the questions? Questions? Like, uh, give us one, Brian. Send it out loud. Stop talking about comedy. <laughs> That's not a question, really. I don't know uh, how far Listen, you nobody cool. tells us what to talk about. What are the other questions? More of a question form. Uh, Dude's enough about stand up comedy. Listen, you don't have to watch it, folks. If you're not enjoying it, you just fucking. Do you watch the Oscars? Go no. on, do your own thing. You know, I gave up on the Oscars when uh, In the Bedroom lost to that fucking. Terrible Mind or whatever, the split personality guy. Right. The Hurt Walk. And I was just like, what is this? One more than Avatar. And that just hurts my soul. Because I know, Why? Joe, you like the Hurt Locker, but I, I just, I, it hurts me to. Why? Because the special effects didn't win the prize. It's just a boring ass fucking movie, and I just can't understand why everyone thinks it's like the next awesome thing. What it's I understand is why people care boring. if the movie they like or don't like wins some fucking award. Well, because then there's a movie like Avatar that's just like something brand new. Like, I've never seen this before, yeah. I've never experienced anything like this before. Brian, did you get Avatar but, depression when you found out it wasn't real? <laughs> no, no but there's bit? a whole thing with that. People yeah, miss that world because it's I like a form of avatar depression. No, 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 no. I've only seen it once, <laughs> Mister. You saw <laughs> it three times. I've seen it once. Saw it three times. <laughs> three times. Loved it. I'm just saying. You and I saw it together, right? Yeah. Three D. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's fun, man. It was a fun ass movie. It was like a goddamn comic book. Like going to see a comic book. My thing's really like, oh man, it's just like the Pocahontas. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. No. I, I like stories that wrap up nice and neat. Like Whatever that. people I say like the shit story was shitty, I was like, no, no, you're right. When they point out the details, but yeah, that, that was yeah. a little, that took me out of a little I bit, think, but whatever, it's fine. It's I think great. the reason I care is because it seems like, okay, you saw the same movie I saw, yeah. and yet you think that was enough to be amazing to win the so best award. So it's like weird, because I think I'm on a brave, like a wavelength with people's intelligence and how they're thinking, and that just blows it out of the water. Like, there was a million movies better than a Hurt Locker, I think. Right. I like the Hurt Locker, man. I thought it was pretty good. Best you know, movie of the year? You know what I didn't like? No, no. I thought it was a unique movie. I thought it was, I don't, I don't, you know, I think probably because of the fact that we're in this middle of this unpopular war and it was very but controversial. They made a point. Film. It was yeah. actually yeah. art. They yeah. made a point. You I think so. Too. Pointless war, in a, yeah. you know? But, um, you know, no I resolution. Think that's one of the reasons why Boring it got extra special treatment. I mean, I think if this was done during, well, who knows? It could be done during a year where there's no war to reflect on how we don't have war. Yeah, there have been war movies all the time, but. I thought it was pretty good, man. I I really liked it. I watched it, granted, while being held captive on a plane. You know, I couldn't go anywhere. I was in my seat. I couldn't go anywhere. And so, I enjoyed it. I was actually looking forward to it because I heard a lot of people say good things about it. I thought it was pretty good. It was interesting. It wasn't... I didn't know too much about it, so that was good. I didn't know any spoilers. It it captivated me the whole way. That movie took place four years ago. All right? That that, scene of that movie. But yet, at the beginning of it, he's playing Xbox 360. Fucking oh fun fact, God. right? You there. are such a geek. <laughs> you are such a I read that geek. last night. Oh, you fucking cat! <laughs> my first commercial my I did with that guy, Jeremy Renner. Knocked out my cord. What's that? The that was in my first commercial. With oh, me. really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting, man. So, did you read about this online, or did you figure it out yourself? Uh, Easter egg. No, the Xbox 360. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a movie nerd like that. I Wait, like, so I like it, reading so mistakes that people do. Did it save the date? You read it or you I read it. I read it. Did it say the date of the, mov- of the movie, like in the movie? I guess so, yeah. It was on Kotaku or something like that yesterday. I thought it was a movie. Did you see it? It was great. 
You thought it was great too? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Fuck hard. So you guys didn't sit there and go, wow. I just watched one really slow mission. Yes, wow. there was that. Here's I would have liked really a little more, a little more crazy action. Wow. Yeah, but it was, it was but just, you never knew what the fuck was happening. It wouldn't be exciting if you saw it two times. But the first time, you did not fucking know that guy was not going to blow up. Yeah, and it was, was very scary. There was a part in the beginning of the movie when that guy blows up. Spoilers. Wow. There's a lot of shit that's happening. See, I never felt the the, the tension. You didn't I guess. feel the tension when, when, you I understand what you're when saying. they all got sniped on. You no. didn't feel the tension. No, the, it didn't those work dudes on next me. to them were getting jacked. No, I understand what you're saying. There were a couple times we did feel the tension, but but a lot of it was slow. It was fucking slow. I understand right. that. The tension I parts, it. I guess, didn't work. They failed on the tension for me. I guess. Well, in your eyes, I wasn't stunned. They succeeded. You don't have to be. I wasn't. Maybe I was too sober. I wasn't. I was totally sober. I was in bed going. I mean, I was at the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the movie theater. I, mean, I didn't See? download or anything. <laughs> that's, maybe that's the problem, man. You're getting a shit copy. It was a Blu-ray cop, Rick. What? I mean, it was at the IMAX theater in 3D. Uh-huh. What the fuck, Brian? Wouldn't it be great if the RIA busted down your doors right now and took you out of here? Yeah, you don't have anything illegal Some in heavy computer, thing. Right? No, just no. Just everything. <laughs> gigs so, are what gigs. What do you think about that, man? Do you think what? we're getting really close to the point where you can just download shit and put it directly on your TV in super high quality in real yeah. time? We're, we're there. But I mean, like... I've like, heard about it. People doing really? it easily with Mac Minis and stuff like that. And no, I know like, people... How are they going to make money with movies? Well, I don't fucking care. Yeah. People are still going to the movies, right? Sure, I don't care. Yeah. It'd be nice if everyone else does except me. People still go to movies. Yeah. It's a nice well, experience, at, too. Like, there's a, like, a, 3D, a big argument against it. Was there any copies of Avatar online anywhere? Yeah, but they, a lot of people still went to see that. That's yeah, the whole thing. See that I mean, there's yeah, movies yeah. that you will download, like stupid comedies, and you're just like, I'm not paying to see that. I'll fucking download Dude, that. Dude, Sony has a new TV coming out. That's a 3D TV that yeah. I tried out at the mall. It comes yeah. out this summer. Right. Dude, it's fucking crazy. Right. You put goggles on, they have a battery, you press a button, and these guys are playing soccer, and the ball is just flying at your oh, face. Oh, it's just goggles? Yeah. My, my it's TV, not a TV. The TV's wacky. My TV like, does TV, that right now. You don't have the goggles on. You look at it, you're like, what Oh, so you look at through that. My them. TV okay. does yeah. that right now. It's uh, capable of Samsung. You hook up a computer to it, and it renders anything in 3D into the good 3D, just like that. So, so when Avatar comes out on 3D, you can do that to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. If I wanted to, but... So... I'm not going to wow. buy those goggles and yeah. shit like that. Well, so how much programming is it? Like, if, if you watch The Office, is that coming in 3D? That's a good question. I don't know. That would be crazy. I don't think the 3D is going to catch on. They have, have to have the pro- like, program, right? Why not? Because you know how many people, you might think it's cool, but you know how many people awesome. are like, you know what, I'm going to buy a whole new TV just so I can have this 3D. Right. No, no, people, no, no, no. Especially after they just made us all buy new ones anyway. Look, HDTV took a long time. Blu-ray's barely still kept holding on. By That's true. That's true. Because regular TV still looks pretty fucking badass. And people go, how much better is it really? Right. You might really skip need to pay to the 35 bucks instead of 20 bucks? No, in this economy, you pay twenty bucks and you get the regular one. You know, you give a shit. And honestly, three D to me, man, I, like even when I go to the IMAX movie theaters, I'm still kind of like, you know what? I don't know if I like this yet. You know, like it's oh, kind of cool, but you need to just go ahead and suck some cock. I don't just know, go man. do it. Just go run to it's just, San Francisco. I, it's there. It's getting Santa better and better. Run to wherever the hardest cock you think is going right. to be awaiting. It's getting better and better and better, but you're still. <laughs> feel like you're looking through something. Like, it still hasn't gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm in a 3D world. I completely disagree. I go to that movie theater, and it doesn't feel perfect, but I put those glasses on, and I watch those dudes in Avatar floating inside that room. I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. That movie is an event. It's not just a movie. It's not just you go in and watch a bunch of shit happen. The thing that's great about Avatar, it's it's like a goddamn comic book ride. It's like a ride, like a super ride at Universal City Walk. That's one of the things I said about it, like, 
the acting is kind of clunky. All right, and Sigourney Weaver sounds like she's like mailing it in a she bunch did. of times. Oh. Yeah, she gave the fuck up. Like, come on, guys. Are we serious here? Where's my cigarette? It's like, whoa. It seemed like the kind of acting that you see in those rides at Universal City Walk. Like, right before you go on the ride, they make you, like, watch some Back to the Future clip where they explain what happened. We're in a bad situation, guys. We've got to get through the tunnel quickly before the nuclear bomb explodes. (laughs) There's not much time. Please, in an orderly fashion, hurry up and get into your chair. My popcorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, but tell oh. me, tell me, it wasn't lame when when they said when all the other armies came out to fight them, and people were like, oh, we got all the other armies to come out. And you're like, what? Where were they the whole time? I never yeah. even heard about them. They're right over yeah, there. It's totally what? Ridiculous. The Navi. <laughs> well, yeah. like, why didn't you just get them earlier? Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. And just in order for it to really work, they all these places that bought their HD cameras now have to buy. 3D cameras, like all these shows have to be filmed a different way. Right, but that's going to happen, Brian, because they used to have to do black and white. That's what they did. They did if, black and white. They went from black and white to color. They went from color to HD. They're going to go. It's going to Why? Happen. Why 3D. wouldn't it have happened already? Because it's it's all technology. 3D has been huge. I bet they might. Right. I bet it's before it's 3D. I bet before it's 3D, they're going to yeah, skip to the next technology. It's never during, been that interesting. During the black and white early color years of television, when you first saw 3D, you probably thought Dude, this is a breakthrough. You're talking surreal. to someone who saw Jaws 3D right. in the theater. Okay, yeah. you yeah. got fucking it's boring as shit. Bet. It's, it's dumb. still sweet. When that shark comes at you, like, it's so dumb. But back then, you also thought video games were like this that were like amazing. Right. Well, that's why things. Proven technology advances. That's why 3D is finally coming into its own. I just think that 3D would have been popular in the past. Right, I it think, wasn't good. There's no way you guys are going to settle this. It's too much to catch on. Believe to be in 3D. You I think, think it's going to work? Eventually, it's the future think, for oh, sure. Oh, Movies oh. are way more exciting when they're in 3D. Way more interesting. It's more layered. It's like I heard color, Alice in Wonderland is the shit. I heard the video, the the visuals are incredible. That's wrong. Did you read the article on in Gadget? No. This guy totally puts a detailed it's review important. of why it sucks in 3D and makes so much sense. Really? Like like the director used layers in the movie in certain ways to give an effect of depth. Right. And then the 3D comes in there and changes what he was doing, and it supposedly just does not work. Oh, awful. really? Yeah. Oh. So it would be cooler if you saw it in 2D. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what Converted he said. He said amazing. it wasn't filmed for 3D, and that's what I'm saying. Oh, All these but things, Avatar was. Avatar was filmed no for way. 3D. No he way. No way Tim Burton does not know his film is being filmed for 3D. No, no, no. Dude, he did not film it for a 3D movie. That's what I'm trying to say. Avatar was filmed in the regard So this his is movie, be 3D. they filmed it as a 2D movie, and, and made they encoded it for 3D. Right. Okay. Oh, I don't know, man. I'd have to see it. See, that's what I'm saying. All these shit would have to be filmed in 3D, and it's going to take a lot of people to go, really, do we want to spend this whole movie being a 3D movie? You know, like Jaws 3D. They had to go back. Dude, you're crazy. Listen to me, dummy. They're going to do it for every single gigantic explosive action movie. It would make sense. It's going to make them much more exciting. It would make sense. It's going to be way cooler. Every monster movie, everything with aliens. Way more in 2D than in 3D? What? They make way more in 2D than in 3D in ticket sales? Oh, no, because oh. you can do both at yes. the same time. They do. And a ton more. Yeah, yeah but you do both at the same time. Because it's the theaters. theaters. Even yeah. Jaws 3. And also the 3D came... hypes up the, the sales right. of the 2D. They had to re-release Jaws 3 in mm. non-3D because it didn't do so. Because it, it was yeah. fucking terrible. <laughs> that fucking thing came out. Like, <laughs> it was like, there's only like one effect, too. It was like, it was so dumb. It was like one effect, the shark coming at you. It was like right. such a stupid-ass movie. <laughs> like, we're not in the ocean. We get it. I just so, think yeah, the 3D is going to be fail. That's my bet. You what? I think 3D is going to be fail. And what do you think they're going to skip to, then? What's next? Like, Flying? Like, more better than that. Like, kind of like hologram? projection hologram in your house type shit. 
Dude, like I, think Star Wars I think that's coming too. I think you're right. But I think until that does come, this is pretty fucking sick. Actually, like you know what MD, I think is going to come more? You know what I think is going to come more? Where wall, like paper LCD technology, where this whole wall is going to be like computer, large oh, size. Computer, yeah. uh, this screen. I bet we'll uh, see that in Google, our lifetime. You know, yeah. like, I bet we'll see that in our lifetime. Call mom on this screen. Do you think it'll ever get to a point where everything is controlled by your voice? Or do you think that that's just... Absolutely. Really? But what about if you don't want to talk? What if it's at night and you have work? It's Mike like off, password, It's like Braille. They'll have Mike it. on, password, XXX. You know? Hmm. But you would have another interface, like a keyboard or something? Keyboard's yeah, yeah, yeah. You just here, right? go up to the wall and go, keyboard. Will keyboards always be here, or do you think the voice recognition will get so good that it'll be irrelevant? I think it, eventually it will get so good. Yeah. Do you use voice technology at all? Do you ever use that I, I used it briefly on my uh, Android, oh. yeah. but and it was amazing. It was way better than I've ever used it ever. Really? It was perfect. That's what I keep hearing about that, because it's, it's okay with some things. It's okay with BlackBerry. Like BlackBerry, you could say like call Brian and it'll mm-hmm. call you. You know, it's pretty good about that. Yeah. Which number? Cell. Right. Calling. Yeah, my really? like, it's bad in my, it's in bad your, in my in your car. Uh, car. It works well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The car it's works bad well. in my car. I have the, the Ford the Edge. And yeah, and it's like uh, call Joe. Well, what number? Calling Sally. Calling Sally. Calling Sally. Calling mom. What? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's completely off. But I think that's also the noise of the road. That's why I like uh, instead of the you know that that when you're doing it in a car, it's a speakerphone. It's like talking. It's not crisp. Right. So what I always do is I always do it straight from the phone. Mm-hmm. So you're talking right into that little tiny mic. And it's pretty direct. Seems pretty accurate. Enough. You know, it beats like having to press buttons. I don't want to press buttons when I'm driving. It's all right. gone through the Bluetooth, so it's all. In the, that's one of the coolest things ever. You know that you could have. Uh, you could drive in your car and talk to people on the phone with both hands on the steering wheel. That's just nuts. Did you hear about this company overseas uh, is releasing the first jetpack that you can buy? There's going to be about 500 of them being made. Oh, my God. And they're going for about 70,000 each. Whoa. So I don't have to go above 30 feet, but I'm going to 200. They, Fuck they it. last 30, feet? 30 minutes, I believe. Oh, my God. That's and awesome. Yeah. That's oh a long God. time. 30 minutes, you'd be bored already. You'd but have to set like, your yeah, alarm. Can fly. Fuck that. Toyota can't even get their yeah, shit but together. Dude, what I'm if you have a jetpack and you only go five feet off the ground? Just keep fucking whipping But what around. if it freaks out and goes 500 feet in the ground and you're stuck like oh, up in the air? <laughs> You'd have to have some sort of a parachute, right? You'd yeah. You'd have to be able to cut the jetpack off too because it'd be extra weight. Imagine if you dropped it on someone's fucking head. No, you wouldn't cut be able to cut it off. It wouldn't let you. It wouldn't let you? Yeah, because you're doing that. I'll bring a knife, motherfucker. I planned out. <laughs> Did you see how many Toyotas were recalled in you Japan? You one last night. In San Diego, did you hear about it? Another what? accident. The guy couldn't stop, and the the police cop got to the side of him and was like using his PS like, hit the power button. And the guy was kept on hitting the power button and wouldn't work. He was standing on the brake. He said just like a full blast. You should go in and do. And then and then why didn't he put his transmission? I, I don't understand it, stuff. but I think it has something to do where it just won't it let won't you do it. anything. Uh, and then the cop had to get in front of him, and I guess and like the so you know like kind of oh break his car. Oh my god! I'm guessing. Wow, that's one of the good things about a standard clutch. You know, you get it. You right. can always put it in yourself. Slow you know? it down that way. Well, if you have a standard, you have a manual transmission. You can always put it into zero and into neutral. And right. the emergency brake you know? doesn't work. Yeah, I don't get how it. You no know. emergency Well, brake. maybe it, maybe the computer wouldn't let the transmission switch gears. Right. No emergency brake. Emergency brake doesn't really. This was on a Emergency brake is really a parking brake. Parking brake, you're right. You know. It's so fucking, you, yeah. But you would have to definitely put that on. Have to help. Oh fuck! Yeah, you would have to yeah. try. But I mean, he, he's, he's standing on his brake too. You no, know, George how. Lucas says that he's found things that are wrong with the Prius, and he says it's a software issue that he can duplicate. Yeah, he says he's he still denying it. Though. He's still denying it. Though. Listen, George, uh, not George Lucas. George, George Lucas George Wozniak. Right. What's his name? Steve, Steve, Wozniak. Steve Wozniak. 
with George Lucas. I just was like, what? Fat old what rich guys. Happening? I lump them all together. How does he know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what Kenny is, Rogers. Yeah. Kenny Rogers is How funny is that? Anyway, Steve Wozniak, who's uh, one of the super geniuses who founded Apple, he has a Prius, and he said that it, there's an issue with the accelerator, and he, and he can replicate it. He can do like a specific number of things, you know, like you hit the blinker, do this, do that, yeah. and it, it'll happen. And he said he can do it safely, and he shows him how to do it. He says, oh, there's a software issue. That's what's so scary about these fucking computer-controlled yeah. cars, man. Computers crash, you know? There's some beauty in like an old Mustang. You know, you turn the fucking key, the ignition fires up, boom, the fucking tack is there, the speedometer's there, vroom, vroom, you smell the fucking gasoline, you know what I'm saying? There's no nothing helping you out, stupid. You got drum brakes, okay, those brakes suck dick, they're terrible, <laughs> they don't slow you down, they're like, they barely work, you know? You got, you know, 350, 375 fucking American horsepower from a high-torque V8, a nasty-sounding exhaust, you just drive. Stick shift four on the floor. Everything that got more advanced, the more advanced it gets, the more you're taking chances. When you go to fucking software, that shit just break on you. My brakes used to go so bad when I was in high school and didn't have money to fix them. It would be an adventure to stop oh, yeah. it. From 30 I miles an hour, you're like, come on, please, please, uh, no, yeah. no. And just eventually, right in front of the car, in front of you, stop. You're like, oh, God. All right, Isn't good. Isn't it amazing when you were allowed to drive when you were young how fucking dumb you were and you yeah. still drive oh, driving age should be 30 a destroyer a, a yeah. giant machine that could kill people and you're 16 you're allowed to fucking hammer around on it it's so crazy yeah it's I, amazing that we're all alive god I got a ton of accidents when I was young I drove like a retard hmm. I just these cars could not do what I wanted them to do <laughs> it was hitting trees and shit I mean, when I was 16, I was just too, way too wild to get a driver's license. There's no way that should have been legal. <laughs> I should have been riding the bus, getting my shit together for at least another two years. By the time I was 18, I had mellowed out and gotten used to the fact that I was driving around. Then I was, then I was safe. Between 16 and 18, that shit should have been totally Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, drive as fast as you possibly can for like 30 yards. Yeah, retard. And then screeching the, yeah, just no reason. Cutting people off. One reds. Yeah, it's, it's scary shit, man. It's scary shit. All the different automated things that are going on today. So many different things are automated, you know. What scares the shit out of me is these drones that they use overseas. You know, when they have these uh, drones that fly above Pakistan and launch missiles down. Because we're not at war. We're not in Pakistan. But there's like, you know, Taliban dudes that are in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. So we want to fuck them up. So we send these robots in space. I mean, this is like fucking, this is really like science fiction. We send these flying robots that we remotely control from a base somewhere. And these dudes are literally using Xbox controllers. Because these kids are so used to playing Xbox, they know those computers so well, they just program the software to control sure. the drones to use that same device. Wow. So they got a fucking Xbox controller, and they're controlling Yeah, what if drones. your controller goes out? Well, anything can happen. Anything can happen. It just drops exact. over somebody's house? Yeah. yeah. Well, people have died. A bunch of people have died. A lot of civilian casualties. Really? A lot. Yeah. This, these drones, I mean... They're very effective, but shit, man, you're launching missiles from the sky. You know, who the fuck knows? You're, you're going civilians? into. No. Oh, sorry. No. These poor people, they're, they're getting jacked left and right. I mean, it, in, in Pakistan as well. It's, uh, it's a scary thing, man. They fired something called Hellfire missiles. Yeah. Imagine that. That's what they named them Hellfire. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You know, not like 
Freedom Maker or something like that, you know? Just not pure like, death. Yeah. Death with a bad afterlife. Yeah, not like, you know, not like the strong arm of peace. No. Coming from below. Hellfire. To claim missiles. you. Motherfucker. Hellfire? That doesn't make you feel good. The whole idea of the whole war is so crazy. What's really crazy is that the uh, CIA had the president of Afghanistan's brother on his fucking payroll. Really? Yeah, and this guy is like deep in the poppy business. The CIA was paying him. It was just recently revealed. The, the CIA has been paying him for a long time. He was on the CIA fucking payroll. He's the brother of the president in Afghanistan, and he's in the poppy business. Wow. I mean, the whole thing is crazy. That's 90-something percent of the world's heroin all Doesn't comes from, from Afghanistan. 90-something percent. Garen fucking teed some evil motherfucker in some high lofty position. You know, I don't want to name the, the organization because who, who the fuck knows who's really bringing it in. I mean, yeah. if it even, even has a name. But those guys are profiting off that shit. Making money off it. Distributors. For sure. It's been proven many, many times. You know, there's a, a plane that the CIA had. We talked about this before on the show. Where this plane had crashed in Mexico with four tons of cocaine in it. And it was a jet that had been to Guantanamo Bay twice. It was a CIA really? jet. This fucking jet had been to Guantanamo Bay on two separate occasions. And this fucking thing was flying cocaine into the United States and crashed in Mexico. Four tons of coke, man. Hmm. So many different stories about if you want to if you want to look any of this stuff online, look up that that plane that crashed. Then look up the story of Barry Seals. Barry Seals was a guy who was a, a, a drug runner who would fly drugs in from South America to the United States and drop them off in Mena, Arkansas, in a little plane, and he would drop a parachute. Well, these two kids saw the drop off one day, and they caught the kids because they didn't want the kids telling. They yeah. killed them. And their parents found out that it was a murder because the, the cops had said that they found these kids on the train tracks. Apparently, they, they placed their bodies they put on the them train on tracks. Over. And they said, oh, they, they got stoned and they laid out on the train tracks. And the uh, parents did autopsies, had, had you know, autopsies they done. They found, they found knife wounds. The kids oh. had been stabbed. So they stabbed these kids and killed them. And then they laid them on the tracks. And so then it became this gigantic investigation. Who was flying? Blah, blah, blah. They get a hold of this guy, Barry Seals. And Barry Seals is, is totally spills the beans. Tells the whole story. All the different shit that he did. And he's ready to testify. Goes to court. And they fucking assassinate him. Literally on his way to court. So this dude's on his way to court. He's got George Bush. George Bush's phone number in his pocket at the time. And he gets murdered in his car on the way to talk about it. Wow. I mean, and this is a guy that was an employee of the CIA. And there's, there's not just those. There's a bunch of them. Michael Rupert is a guy who wrote a book about it. He was an LAPD detective, and something in the LAPD. I don't know, I don't know what he was, but uh, he busted the the CIA selling drugs. And he's like, and and he was told to to back off the case. And he's like, this is fucking insane. And he's written books about it. He's got this website from thewilderness.com, I believe it is. You know, and it's all all detailing all the different corruption that. And they're doing it right in front of everybody's fucking face. That's the crazy thing. I mean, think about how much goddamn cocaine is in this country. It's not all coming in because of retarded criminals. Because most people that are smuggling cocaine... Is there like huge organizations and yeah, stuff, that's what you're saying? It's the government. The government has something oh, right. to do with it, for sure. Someone in some, some aspect. Why wouldn't they? If these, all, if these people want to do drugs, you know, what the fuck? Let's, who's making money off the drugs? They probably feel like, look... The bad guy's going to make money off the drugs anyway. Let's just cut them out. We'll take the money. Fuck it. Drugs are going to be out there no matter what you do. 
And it's all like a nice little cycle because the more people get arrested for those drugs, the more the these prison private prison companies, the companies that own these gigantic prisons, the more they're happy because more people are in their prisons, and the more people that are in private prisons, the more profit they make. So they support all this shit. So they actually support drugs being illegal. They want them to be illegal. Mm-hmm. They push for it. It's fucking crazy. The whole the whole big package is fucking crazy. And the idea that the government is behind it all, that there's evidence of it, just makes the whole thing mind-blowing. It's just so nuts. The fact that the, the DEA, you know, is like in cahoots with the CIA, and they all it's all like a big game at the very top. It's all horseshit. It's all just profit and money. How much fucking money must they be making? <sighs> there must be so much money in drugs. Who gets the money? I don't know. That's the good question, right? That's a good question. How many people are involved, and where does it go? I mean, if the CIA, if someone in the CIA, someone in the organization really is selling drugs, is it just every now and then a rogue agent goes fucking nutty and, and cuts some deal with some fucking no, drug smuggling killer? Or is it all the saying. time? Do you think it's all the time? If that's how it gets in the country, well, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it, how many times has it happened, though? I mean, how much cocaine do we have already here? How long does know. cocaine last? You know, if you bring in a whole gigantic ship full of it, where would you keep it? How long does it take to get it on the street? Someone's bringing it in. It's not these morons. It's not. They'd be getting busted left and right. People that are so crazy that they're willing to do something that insane, like smuggle a million dollars worth of cocaine into the country, yeah. those people are crazy. Those people get busted doing shit. That's not like a I, rational I think they, person. I think stuff. they uh, option that part out. Like they hire somebody to transport. The more people you hire, the more people are going to kill you. Yeah. The more people you hire, the, the worse your idea is. Because the more people that can get busted and wear a wire and put you in jail... It's very dangerous. The smart move to do if you're doing something you're like that sh- is to hire as few people as possible. Take your own ship over somewhere. You have to yeah, do it. Yeah, might be the way to do it. Might be the way to do it. You might have to bring your own ship. No way some cartel guy transports a shit. No, those guys don't do it. They hire other guys to do it. But that's yeah. why they always live in these fucking gigantic compounds with 15 dogs and 80 guns. Yeah. And, you know? Fucking nuts, man. Imagine that life. In Mexico, they're going crazy. The Mexican drug war is just off the fucking chain. When we talked to Victor about it, you know, the, the dude, yeah. Victor Davila, he just got out, our guy from uh, yeah. the UFC who does uh, Spanish commentary, he does my job, he just got out of Juarez. He was living in Juarez. Which goal! Is like, That's what he says every time there's a knockout. Yeah. Does he? He says goal. Goal! No, he doesn't. No, he, does no, not. he doesn't. How dare you? I thought Ari. he did. Oh, Ari, so mean. I should have let that go. That's racist. <laughs> that was my biggest regret. <laughs> You're not telling everyone now. You know, Victor says this. That's hilarious, because I thought he did. I was like, wow, imagine he did it. That was his thing. Because Michael Chevelle, the guy who does the K-1 commentary, he goes, the big kibosh! Really? He screams like he's out the big kibosh when the guy gets cracked. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, he's awesome. He's hilarious. Yeah, More hooks than a pirate convention! He says, like, crazy shit. <laughs> he's been mounted more times than Jenna Hayes! Really? Yeah, he says, that? He says, oh, yeah, yeah. They he don't fuck with him? They let him just do whatever no, he wants? they want it. The people love it. I think he's hilarious. That'd be fun to make this. He's my yeah. favorite guy to listen to. Get some Pino. Yeah, he's a super cool dude too, man. We hung out with him in uh, in Canada somewhere. Yeah, in Canada and Edmonton, yeah. and then uh, we hung out with him and his uh, girlfriend again in Australia. Super cool dude. Couldn't be nicer. Uh, he's nice Australian, that's right. Yeah. More hooks than a pirate convention. That's my favorite one. More a pirate convention. My name is Mon. I'm from Somalia. <laughs> A pirate convention. How come we don't hear about the fucking Somalian pirates anymore? We got bored. It's of like it. they got canceled. We got bored. Of those, it. Yeah, they, they, those two canceled, people ever right. escape? Huh? Those two people ever escape? That guy. Oh, no, the English couple still fucked. Oh, really? Yeah, they still got those bitches locked up. Wow. They kidnapped them. They want millions. They know these guys are worth millions. Who knows what they're doing to them? Too. They're probably fucking them. 
They've been. They yeah. were surprisingly good oh. about once you pay the money, they give yeah. you everything back safely. Yeah. But what are they doing they right now while model. these people aren't coughing up the money? I bet they're fucking them. They might. Why not? Why wouldn't they fuck them? These pretty white people, silky smooth white skin, worth billions. These guys are like super super rich, they might right? Want to hurt their are they? Or are they just like regular regular folks? No, I'm. I'm I don't they're not the people that were they the people that were kidnapped on their yacht. Yes. Like the, the guy and the girl, and they were like real travelers. On their own yacht? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's so scary, man. Oh, another ship's, another ship's turning about. We are in... Uh, Hello in, there! In 2010, <laughs> and this is the internet, so we're going to find out, because I think that's fucking interesting. Because that's one of the things about um, traveling, is that um, the, the it gets fucking nerve-wracking, thinking about what is safe and what is not in all these Different laws. Places. Different countries don't have our laws. Yeah. When I was in Brazil... Uh huh. That uh, scared the shit out of me. Brazil. Brazil was uh, Brazil was very much like uh, Sao Paulo. There was um, there was a feeling in the air like you know you gotta watch where you go. Uh -huh. you know? Most of the people were very nice, very friendly. A lot of beautiful houses, a lot of nice neighborhoods. But it was also like the Arab shook. If you go to the market in Israel, Jerusalem, and you walk into the Arab part, people like don't. Wow, someone from the navy witnessed it. Really? Kidnapped British yachtsman. Oh, he's a yachtsman. Wow. Who is this passing ship? Hello there. What do you want? What? No. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. She's spreading it. No, yeah, no. She's pasty white. No, she's just. That's somebody else's blood. She's pasty white. These are their pasty white rich English people. Oh my god. They must have fucked We're them. Traveling around the ocean but and all really good. So yeah. These fucking people went. These guys are nuts. <clears throat> they went from Turkey. Through Africa, down through Saudi Arabia to Somalia. I'll uh, put That's the so uh, far link off up the... on my Twitter. I'll put the link up. Pirates versus ninjas. Who would you choose? Go. Ninja. Ninja, Ooh. for well, sure. What about pi pirates or assholes? The comment, I mean, it's so you're actually where thinking about it? this longer than it's. Yeah, where is it? On the ocean? Or? Where am I, Ari? You lost. I'm sorry. Ninjas I... is always the immediate answer. Why? How are they going to take the ocean? They don't have boats, ninjas. Johnny. This is why it's better because when you're a ninja, you know for sure you can kick that pirate's ass. Yeah. Uh, no, no one's. Uh, they should make a movie where it's like a ninja who's also a pirate. You're a fucking twelve. Yeah, pirate. Do <laughs> so they have that yet? They probably. They should. They you should are a twelve-year-old boy, son. Like he takes off his mask and he has like a little eye patch under his mask. <laughs> <laughs> and, there's, and there's like a squished parrot. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, these people have not paid yet. The pirates believe these people are wealthy. That's what it is. They're not wealthy. She's All they have, hair, they put right. into their yacht. All their money they put into their yacht. Wow, these guys are fucked. Wow, this is scary shit, man. They went nutty, man. These people sailed all the way down That's to, the dream. to fucking Somalia. With the Suez Canal. They went to Mumbai. They went across the ocean to India. And then they went all the way back towards Tanzania. And that's where they got jacked. The Somali this is the dream of sailing around the world. Retiring and sailing around the world. My parents did that, you know. My parents went to uh, the, the Florida Keys. And they yeah. lived in the Bahamas for a while. I mean, you know, but it's nerve-wracking, man. You're living on a fucking boat out in the water and... You know, when the storms come, your fucking house is literally flopping back and forth, and it might go under. Other houses are going to crash into it. Hmm. My, my dad had to get up in the middle of the night and go out to, in the middle of horrible rough waters, climb on other people's boats and secure their anchors, because they didn't secure their anchor correctly, and yeah. their boats were drifting, and they had to worry about their boats slamming, slamming? into his boat. Really? Yeah, it's dangerous shit. And they had a little, they had a little sailboat. 
And they lived on a little sailboat for a couple of years. Pretty nutty shit, man. What I'm, anyway, what I'm trying to say is you go to all these other places, you realize, like, God damn, we're lucky it's safe here. You know? Cause I'm trying human, to say take flights. Human beings are... We, we are only as civilized as our circumstances. You know? And I learned that when we were in San Francisco and the fucking... We thought the building was on fire. You know? I, I was really thinking, like, well, how am I going to do this? Well, when we're evacuating, there was 15 flights of stairs, and people were going down the stairs in single file, and people were panicking, and they were asking questions, they were stopping the line, and they were going really slow, and they were shitting their pants. And while this was all happening, you could look down through the spirals and see the smoke coming up from the bottom, and I was ready to jump. I was ready to just start climbing down. I was ready to just start, fuck you, I'm just going to start climbing. You, people are panicking, and they're not going fast enough. They're, they're, they're like, freaking out, and... They're, everyone's and every floor they're merging and you start thinking like this is how someone can die you can die like this you can get stuck in a fucking fire man this is scary shit very very scary shit yeah that 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 really freaked me out and I, I now I hate going to, I used to like to be at the top floor for some reason like as high as I can get on like when I go to a hotel but now, now I'm like no 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 yeah, you have like lower. second floor because of that yeah you know that that was one of the worst times in my life. That's the only time ever I thought I would for sure was going to die. Like I, well, thought I didn't I think gonna I was going to die, but I thought we were in a very, very bad situation here. I was very thankful when we got out and everything was okay. And it turned out it wasn't really a fire, that the smoke was actually the fire extinguishers because these assholes got drunk at like 4.30 in the morning and just started spraying. Did you fart? No. Who was no. saying that it was him that sprayed this shit? Wow. It probably was. How dare you. But it was, um, it was the whole fucking room. The whole floor was covered in this smoke, and the fire alarms went off, I guess, because they activated the, uh, the thing. So it was no real fire, but goddamn, it was scary as fuck. It could have very easily have been a fire. It's terrifying shit. Yeah. That energy could just overcome you, you know? That's why those old-ass buildings, they're not safe, man. Single-fire staircases, oh, fuck that. Oh, that was awful. They could suck it. Twelve floors going into 15. one... Fifteen. I was yeah, on fifteen. Fifteen floors going into one staircase. I think there was other ones, but they, they were, like, hidden staircases. Dude, there were so many people that were walking so slow. They were panicking. Oh. They had just woken up, and they were delirious, and they were unhealthy, and they weren't athletic. They weren't, like, people who, like, can move well. So he would get up... And some people need a long-ass fucking time to get going. Like, they're in their 60s and 70s. And yeah. all of a sudden, you put them on a staircase. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die because this guy can't walk. Like, you got to walk faster, buddy. you got to walk. There's there's a gap in front of you, motherfucker. You know, when you, normally there's a gap on the stairs, it doesn't mean shit. But when you see smoke on the second floor, and there's, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> 10 feet between you and the, ne the next guy, you're like, dude, you got to move, man. What are you doing to my cat? He's attacking, He's attacking Brian. Brian. <laughs> you're playing with it. He has to put his belly. sleeve over his uh, hand or she scratches it up. You can't play. You can't rub her belly. She likes to bite. <laughs> going I got to pay over <laughs> Orange Sphere will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. And now we're going to go to your emails and calls. And we got to calls eventually. When are we going to do the Skype thing, man? Right, right now. now. Soon? Oh, no, right it's right Skype. Now. No, don't do it right now. I don't want to answer any calls. Talk to Johnny Depp live. Who's Johnny Depp? Pirate. Oh. I thought we were ninjas, bro. We are. Ari likes the pirates. Oh. This guy says, that's why I bring a collection of sheets, just in case I need to tie them together and dip. Dude, don't think I wasn't thinking about it. And the lower I got, the more I was thinking, okay, maybe I could jump out from here and live. Maybe I could jump out from here and live. Yeah. I mean, 
you start thinking crazy shit. Yeah. You know, your 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 survival instincts. You you really become an animal. You become an organism that's trying to survive. You know, you don't really think about anything else. That's why this end of the world shit's crazy. Like when the zombies come and shit, because I'm I'm going to be like the first one to like eat the the hot. You know, the, somebody in our group. <laughs> we got eat her. Why do you think that? I don't know. I'm just kidding. But I, I think you know. I, mean, I, I think about zombies. Plan. We've talked about this before. I think this whole idea of reincarnating people after they're dead. You know, like the whole cryogenics thing where they're taking people and they're freezing them like they do with Walt Disney. Mm -hmm. I think if there are really zombies, that's a zombie. Yeah. A zombie is when a person dies, their soul goes to the next stage of existence, their energy, their essence, and you just reanimate their flesh. And that flesh needs to stay alive, but it doesn't think at all. It's like so that. It's just moving on instincts. It's like trying to eat things in front of it. and trying to bite your arm and eat it because it's remember, hungry. Remember that old experiment with the dog where they brought dogs back to life? Did you ever see that? Is that the Russian film? Yes. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. is that? Oh, you got to yeah, look that up on Google. They, they have like this head of a dog, and they hook it up to these chemicals, yeah. and the dog just starts coming back to life. Okay, like starts licking sure. his lips. What was it? Russian? Russian experiment. Russian scientist? Yeah, scientist, dog, dead Vagina, black vagina. Black vagina. <laughs> a Russian scientist kept a dead dog's severed head alive. Dude, that is wow. one of the creepiest videos I ever saw. And that's probably something like, that's zombie dog right there. That's that's a zombie dog. They kept it alive with electrical stimulation? Yeah. Now imagine like if they oh, made a, a thing that, that they could just put a collar around its neck to do the same thing. Like it digs into the right things and it can control it. Well, I think for sure, you know, one of the things that there was people, here's the video. Wow, that's the dog. Oh, my God. Zombie dog. Oh, my God. Is there a video? Yeah, I'm going to put it on Twitter first so we can all watch together. Hold me close, Tony Danza. How hilarious is Jimmy Kimmel? You He's guys, hilarious. You guys ever watch him? You know what was the so best funny. thing? That thing that he did with um, with Leno when he came out as Leno and yeah. did his whole show as Leno? Dude, that thing's that was great. Look at this. Did you tweet it? That's a, that's yeah. a cartoon. No, no, it's real. He's just explaining. He's explaining how he does it. So how he's feeding the dog brain. This is just some mad scientist shit. They're trying to figure out what makes flesh and tissue alive. And this dog, they're feeding blood to this dog's head while this fucking dog's head is severed. I mean, this is, they're explaining it in a cartoon form, but then watch the do it. Here it is. Look at that. Look at that. Isn't that freaky? That's insane, man. They kept that dog's head alive for hours. Look, it's moving around. It's reacting when he tickles its nose, man. Wow. Can't it's, bark. It's got no voice box. It's got no lungs, man. Right. It's got nothing. It's insane. Citric acid. He's taking citric acid out. What do you need to put it on his nose? Can you imagine doing that to like your old pet? Because you wanted to make oh, it feel that. like it's, it's still alive. Oh my god, he's licking, it. licking it. That is insane. The dog's head is completely removed from its body and it's licking its nose. The guy covered its nose with citric acid. Wow, it's so licking. cute. It's a cute dog. <laughs> He's licking yeah, his they, nose. Why do they have to chop his fucking head off? So did they... Just to figure out that he can do it? Oh, look at this. He's blinking. 
Oh my god, they poured light on us. Oh, don't do oh, that. Oh no, sound, sound. Oh. I, they picked up a hammer. <laughs> I'm scared they were going to smash his face. Yeah, do you not know? He just knocked the, the ground. I know. Brian, didn't you he watch just, a he video? He just laid the ground with a hammer. Did you watch a video? Oh, he's reacting to noise. Look at that. He's trying to get away from the hammer noise. Oh my god, that's so crazy. Now, did they cut his head off and then put it right on that machine? Yeah, they So they didn't really ever die. Chopped his yeah. fucking head off. They didn't bring it back to life. No, I don't actually. I don't kill them. Don't know exactly sure. how long it was, but this crazy guy did a bunch of these kind of experiments. Fuck, that's so scary. Very, you interesting know, it's shit. like when you a guy who's willing to do something that that dark. I mean, I understand it's all for the name of science and all that stuff, but the guy who's willing to take an animal and completely disregard its suffering just to find out <sighs> what you can do to it, that guy will do that to people. Right. That's what I think. I, I think, I mean, maybe not, but... What about lab rats? Where's the line? Yeah, what is the line? I mean, why not, I think when you why not take people animals. that suck? Why not take... There's a guy who, uh, who recently got arrested. How am I in charge of choosing yeah, that? Yeah, he's been sent, being sentenced right now. He was on the dating game back in the 70s, and yeah. this chick turned him down. Here, I'll find that, too. Yeah. The chick turned I, him down, and after the chick turned him down, because the chick didn't want to go out with him, yeah. well, it turned out, he, before he was even on the show in 1968, he'd already raped a child. He raped a 12-year-old girl, and they didn't know about it. So he gets on the show. The, the he it's wins. The, the girl doesn't want to date him. The girl doesn't want to date him, so and he, he goes on a fucking killing spree. And does he uh, kill her? No, he doesn't kill her. But he kills a child. He kills, uh, I think, four people. Took one teenage girl out into the woods, sodomized her, and then smashed her fucking head with a rock. I mean, he did some horrible, horrible shit. He's a, a, a evil, evil fuck. And um, I mean, that guy. Let's do cut his fucking head off. You know what I'm saying? The guys kill four people, rapes and sodomizes a chick, kills with a rock. Let's cut his head off. Why are we kidding? This dog didn't do shit. You know? That guy is the one. Bachelor number one will fucking kill you. That's what it is. This is the guy. This is him in court right now. Whoa! He got way older. Well, this is 1978, bro. But he uh, went on a fucking killing spree. He raped her with a claw hammer. I so mean, he... They were all repeatedly... All of them were repeatedly strangled and then resuscitated during their deaths to prolong their agony. So, oh, mean, really? He yeah. woke him up again. He's She's an hot. evil, evil fuck. Yeah, she was hot and smart. She smartened up. Even in 1978, she knew. The other dudes who were on the show what? with him, they said that he was so creepy, they were like, and they didn't even realize it, but they were leaning away from him. Really? Yeah. And they said that in the, like, the, the locker room, like it was, in the, in the dressing room, in the green room, it wasn't like all jokes, like, hey, we're on this crazy TV show. It's like, I'm going to win, you fucking piece of shit. I'm, <laughs> it's my fucking show. Like, he was, like, aggressive with them and, like, crazy. You're like, this guy's fucking creepy. Turns out he's a serial killer. You know, that guy. We should experiment on that motherfucker, right? I mean, that's the guy we should be killing, not a goddamn dog. Right, Archibald? Yeah, maybe. I want to sit and study him, ask me questions. I know, right? Yeah, well, he's acting I would as his kill own him. defense, too. Oh, even better. Yeah, I wonder how they caught him. I don't know the whole story. I don't know how they got. Look at him, man. What a creepy fuck, man. There's people that enjoy, they, they truly enjoy hurting other people. You know, they're, they're broken. Their wires are just completely crossed. And they actually enjoy it, man. It's fucked up, but... Talking about Manson and how he tried out for the monkeys. Did he really? Yeah. That's and like, if he had gotten it, would he still gone crazy? My friend was like, yes, he just would have been a crazy monkey. Well, it would have been way more crazy, because what if he became one of the monkeys and he got fucking famous? Yeah. And then had incredible power. I mean, the power he had over chicks, he was three feet tall and a fucking ex-con. And he was he all over Hollywood. He chicks. always had hot chicks around him. Yeah. So everyone in Hollywood invited him over. And don't think dudes don't do that today. Sharon Tate, There's it? always guys that are like, like in Vegas especially, that party. They'll say, hey, we've got a lot of hot chicks with us. Come on down with us. Yeah. And they're, they're like always trying to talk to like UFC guys and fighters. Like, why are, you why are you telling guys you have a lot of hot chicks with you? 
If you have a lot of hot chicks with you, like, are you like just a really super cool guy who wants to make everybody happy, or are you just trying to make friends with everybody and this is like the bait you're throwing out there? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's weird. That's all right. That's some Manson's type shit. The problem is always like I have a lot of hot chicks and you're like, what am I gonna do with that? Scary shit. You're gonna meet them? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Are they prostitutes that are willing to have sex with me? Or something? Otherwise, like, what do you? I don't understand. Do you want to talk about your uh, your last comic standing thing? I went on last comic standing yesterday. Are you allowed to? I auditioned for it. What do you mean? Are you allowed to talk about? Oh, you mean by rules of like NBC? Yeah, like you just signed some. I don't know. I signed a lot of stuff. I have no idea. I'm sure you're allowed. Uh, and then I get there, and they said this year they wanted to do um, what's it called? Uh, more respectable uh, judges because they're afraid of ant uh, uh, that level of comic where they were like, oh, uh, people, the comics don't really want to do it. So they got Greg Giraldo and Andy Kindler, who I respect. And then at the last minute, I found out 20 minutes before I got there, it went on, that my ex-girlfriend, Natasha, was one of the judges. Now, this is not just an ex-girlfriend, but there's a, there's a big-ass story to it. And one of them is that Ari, um, at one point in time, was quite upset with her. And Ari? Um, yes. And, uh, oh, the water? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. She, uh, she left me for some guy on Matt TV. And then... Um, and then she started hanging around uh, my, my safety spot, my clubhouse, and making it uncomfortable for me. And then uh, she started dating my friend, and then she was hanging around the clubhouse again, and I threw water in her face. Um, so not the best judge you'd be on last Right, not the, best, not the one I want to be up in front of. And I was like, oh, really? And then they started grilling me about it. Like, right before I go on on camera, asking me these questions. Off and I'm before? Like, yeah, right oh. before. And I'm like, I don't know if she's answering this. And you all about bailing? What? Absolutely thought about it. But I love uncomfortable situations so much. I even said that to the people. I was like, You do. If I could wash, it would be better. But I think we all do from working at the store. It's just so so awkward. I love it so much that I'm willing to put myself through it just for the awkwardness. Well, you know how when we were doing the store, all those years, we'd have those crazy late night shows. Like, I think there's something about those late night shows that like set... You know, like there's times when we did gigs together where like if I did a gig with like Tripoli or me and, and Brent Ernst and um, uh, and um, Mike Young did a show once in Hollywood, Florida, uh-huh. and everybody killed. And one of the things when Brent Ernst said when he killed, like right after uh, he was bringing me up, he goes, comedy store, motherfucker. You know, and it was like like joking around, like we're it in is. a gang. It is, it's a clubhouse, it's a yeah. gang. Yeah. yeah, it's a mentality. It's like, you know you're working You've in been a shithole. dark situations. Yeah. The comedy store, if you don't know, the way it, it has always been in L.A., it used to be that the criminals ran the, the, the insane people ran the asylum. But now yeah. it's more it's managed and it kind of sucks now. Because but still, the door guys are all wannabe comics. They're all, everyone's a comic. They're outside smoking and drinking. When there's some five hecklers in there yelling at you, and eventually place, someone will get them. The place is entirely black. Everything's black. The walls are black. The floor the is so is dirty. The coloring is black. Yeah. The building, the whole building is black. It's a black building. And it's, it's just dark, man. And yeah. it used to be a nightclub... It, where Bugsy Siegel owned it in the 1930s and shit called Ciro's yeah. and it was like a mob joint where like dudes were killed there you know so it's got this weird fucking feel to it I mean for sure they chopped people up and threw them in the fucking freezer <laughs> in that place yeah they had this the, the, what's it called the, the window where they said yeah that those Dean the Martin and Jerry down. Lewis used to watch the uh, opening acts from their green room the green room has a window you can and we can still use it today you go up there and you watch the main room well, they said that but where they point out for the bouncers like yeah. get him out and get him out yeah. so they wouldn't have to like Go and make a hubbub in the room. Oh. They would just drag him out. They really? said to kill him. For I don't a know. lot of reasons. Yeah. But it's just it was a, it's an amazing club. There's three comedy rooms in it. There's an upstairs little tiny one called the Belly Room. There's a, a, a an original room that's like 200 seats, right? About yeah. 200. And then there's a main room. It's like 400 seats. And the fucking club is just so sick, man. So much fun shit has happened in that club. 
It's a great development room. Yeah, that's it. It's the best place to write material. It's it's less about like I don't know. Just, People just are so not stuff, impressed but, with you there. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, they don't it's, showcase there ever. Oh, uh, never. You'll eat it. It's very possible to eat it at the Thea store. said, this never tape at the kind to make a tape. Yeah, once again, never go. make a tape at the store. You yeah. can never tell what's going to happen. You can never tell. We've been in so many situations where people are screaming things at each other, fights on stage. Ari's pulled his cock out at least so times. ten times that I know of. Like if I would be willing to bet money that he's pulled his dick out ten times on that stage that I saw. That you saw. Yeah. yeah. He used to pull his balls out all the time and just do a balls. set like that. I, gen- I generally just like... Just pull his balls out. <laughs> this so one time on the fuck with Jordy Stevens, so I put my balls... He hated anything homosexual, so I pulled my balls out and left a long t-shirt over them because I was going to bring them on. And I had them out before the entire set. Right. And there were a couple times where I'd raise my hand like this. And people would see it. They'd just go up a little bit, so I had to be conscious of doing my set with my hands down the whole time. <laughs> and then when he got out, because <laughs> we were doing this thing called cocking, where I would come behind you and just put my balls on your, like, your <laughs> arm or something. <laughs> just somewhere on your body. We never do it to girls, because that's creepy. That's illegal. Yeah. I think it's illegal to do it to dudes, too, but if you call the cops, you're a bitch. Yeah, but Brody was like, don't you ever do that to me. I'm like, I'm going to cop you. And so uh, once you know, I went to shake his hand, I had to get off, and I just pulled it in. He was like, ah! 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 And fucking melted for 15 he minutes. He planned it out. Yeah. Oh, that's so ridiculous. Uh, regular people, man, with regular jobs cannot appreciate that. There's something very fun in being juvenile. And, you know, everybody wants to get all mature, and everybody wants to, you know. I guess. Yeah, that's all well and good. That's but fine. the bottom line is you're, this is a temporary life. You're, this is temporary. Taking yourself or anything seriously seems dumb to me. It seems like you should be having as much fun as possible, even the silly, stupid shit, even yeah. farting on each other. I don't care. It's it could be a hundred years from now. Farting on people is still going to be funny. When Joey Diaz comes over and literally right, farts face. on you and then waves his his hand in front of his ass, I mean it's always funny. It's always disgusting. Like but it gets warmer. Yeah. that's how close it is. The only time that makes you angry, the only time that would make you angry, you'd have to be so fucked up in your life, like you'd have to be in a terrible place. But if he, any normal time in life when he does that, it's hilarious. See if he did it to him on a date. <laughs> oh, I can you. see him doing that. <laughs> like, oh, he's on a date. Let me do this. Yeah. <laughs> you could be in the middle of talking to him. What are you doing here? You eating dinner? Hey, hello, miss. Very nice to meet you. Hold on, hold on. Here we go, motherfucker. Bam! What do you think of that? Put that in your fucking spaghetti and smoke it. Uh, yeah. Oh, miss, nice to meet you. Ah, sorry about that one. Yo, dog. <laughs> you gotta uh, light him. <laughs> I'll give it right back. He would definitely do that. He's stolen more lighters from me. I should have lighters with fucking homing beacons. Put put a little beep 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 beep. He used to always talk about me going to Seven uh, Eleven shit. Steal and steal Just lighters. Yeah, Got to take him for something. And he does it like a place. He does it at the airport. airport. And it's like no. don't steal at the airport. It's like we're a catching a flight. If you get held by thirty minutes, <laughs> we're gonna miss. It. Like don't. Does he still do it? Dude, he just he does he it all the do time. Tic Tacs. Remember when we went it's to McDonald's awesome. and it was one of those places where you grab like a quarter pounder, you grab your fries, and you go to the cashier, right. and you go, I got a quarter pounder of fries. He's just like, quarter pounder here, quarter pounder here, some french fries in my shirt. Get out of here. Do you remember the time I stole that food? Dude, you just gave him up. Huh? You just gave him up on the internet. I'm talking about Duncan Trussell. <laughs> Ryan and I were, uh, were waiting for food once, and I forgot to wait in line, and then somebody kept ordering, yelling out, taquitos, taquitos, and nobody picked them up, so I just said, fuck it. Oh, that's oh, right. Man, you you did it. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. You guys are killing me, man. Wow, that's scary. <laughs> it was scary. We ate so fast and we had to run away. I got caught for shoplifting was when CDs first came out and yeah. I was like 12 or 13 or something and I wanted a CD so bad. I had a CD player for my birthday but I had one CD. It was the Ghostbuster 2 soundtrack. <laughs> so I was like, I need a new CD. This soundtrack sucks. And so I went to the store with my friend and we uh, I stole three CDs and got caught 
And it was so embarrassing because the CDs were Paulo Abdul, <laughs> uh, MC Hammer, ah! and something else like Van Halen or something like that. But then his family, our both, both of our families had to come. We had to, oh, getting caught shoplifting. I got caught shoplifting. I got caught shoplifting. Shoplifting. I got caught shoplifting when I was about thirteen. I stole a candy bar, and uh, uh, we were about to leave and go to the movies. And as I'm walking out of this store, this guy came up and grabbed my arm. Really? Uh, I hate sitting here. Me too. I fucking went into a panic. He goes, "What did you put in your pocket?" I go, "What?" What "What is this? Why you got a candy bar in your pocket?" Like I totally didn't even need to do it. I just wanted to see if I could do it. I had done it a couple of times. I'd stolen like gum or something like that, and I just kept doing it. You know, when you're a kid, you do. You yeah, just do it. I think I was 13. I was like 12, I think. But the thing is, you would have gotten away with it. You would have gotten in trouble with your parents. No, I was 13 because I was living in Boston. Yeah, my, my but parents. But that's terrible. Yeah, my parents never found out about it, I don't think. I don't think they even told my parents. They just told me to get the fuck out of there. It was like a candy bar. They didn't I, give a shit. They were like, we could hold you. We could bring you to jail. And I just said, look, I'm sorry. Scared. I don't know why I did it. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. I apologize. Right. And I said, uh, I, I got away. I told the truth. I said, I got away with it before. And for whatever reason, I thought I could get away with it. And they go, get the fuck out of here. Don't ever come. I can't fucking catch you doing this. I'm going to put you in fucking jail. Big mustache, big fucking fat head he got in my face. And I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm glad I got caught. Because if I didn't, I'd probably... Because I was so addicted to it. Because yeah. it was when Nintendo came out also. And there was this place games? called... Yeah. Service Merchandise. Service so Merchandise. They didn't know about video games. Yeah. They just put them on the shelf. So me and my friend were like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like put 10 in oh our pants. Oh. And then we would bury it outside of uh, the store and get it back later. Because we didn't want to come home oh, and have all these video girlfriend games. girlfriend in high school got busted stealing like... A thousand dollars worth of shit. She got in like some real trouble. Wow. She last time I did girls this, are I was weird with my mom it. and I saw these pair of sunglasses that I thought were cool and I put them in my pocket and as I'm walking out the door I'm like, what am I if this thing goes off right now? Right. I'm fuck what am I doing? And I was like seventeen. Right. It was like enough where I'm like, they'll just charge me. Right. I'm not cute. Yeah, it's um it's scary shit. My girlfriend at the time, I think she was fifteen when she got caught. But she just wanted nice clothes. Everybody had nice clothes and she was also uh, raised without her dad. You know, I think when people are raised without their dad, they're very unbalanced. You know, they're more subject to do crazy shit. Her mm-hmm. mom worked all day. You know, her mom didn't have much, enough money to take care of her. She couldn't like put her in like a really nice daycare. So you grow up, you know, single parent or single single parent, mm-hmm. single child. You grow up a little crazy. You know, she just thought she could get away with it. She thought she was smart. She was pretty smart. She thought she could get away with it. It's either because she was raised with no dad or raised with too much dad. Yeah, I was she wasn't like that. Come here, she wasn't. Uh, she wasn't fucked up like that. She was just a little crazy. <clears throat> you ever look back on, on chicks that you knew when you were in high school and say, "What if I got her pregnant? What if I had a fucking kid with her? What if I was still connected to her? What if I was pregnant and didn't have money?" Is what Dude. the real answer is. Well, could you imagine though? I mean, not having money is one thing. That that does suck, but being young and not having money and trying to figure out how to raise a child, when you're still trying to figure out yourself. You'd make the best of your life. You, you, would, you would definitely you would make the best it. of your life. It's so hard not to project on those people. I would hate We're to like, fuck oh, your life up. sucks, but it's like, no, it's, no, it's no, not no, that no. bad. They'll, they, they're fine. I would hate to fuck it up. I would yeah. hate to fuck up. You know, to, to raise a kid when you're like a kid yourself, man, that's... You could do some irreparable damage to that fucking kid. You could teach them something, some really terrible behavior patterns. They could model them after you. I mean, think about how dumb you were when you were 18. Yeah. Now imagine you were black, you had AIDS, and you're Yeah, how about, yeah, you live in another country. How about you just... Like crushes, that's what the movie crushes. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I can imagine. How about you're born in the Congo? How about that? How about you're one of those dudes that fucking still fishes by hanging a net over a fucking moving river from a tree? They hang with their feet from fucking trees and scoop nets into the water. Dude, it's nuts because the river is raging. And if they're not even wearing safety vests, if they fall in that water, they might be fucked. 
There's some video of these guys living in the Congo that are catching fish by doing that. It is wild to see, man. They are living right now the way the fucking Navi lived in Avatar. Mm-hmm. No bullshit, except they don't they don't fly. They're in not dragons. really great. Yeah, yeah it's not cool. <laughs> yeah. All the uncool. Really and when they come at you, it doesn't seem that much. They're killing things with spears and bows and arrows, and you know they're fishing with nets while they're hanging from fucking trees. It's loco. Yeah. It's crazy shit, man. And these guys are living in 2010. They don't have shit. They don't have lights. They don't have electricity. They don't have anything. They have no lighters. They don't have shit. Occasionally, you see one of them will be wearing like like Western underwear, like somebody got them some fucking underwear, or one of them will be wearing a T-shirt or some shit, you know, like from the Gap. And you're like, wow, this is crazy. And here they are living in these straw huts in the middle of the fucking jungle, surrounded <laughs> by monsters. You know, that is a scary, scary life, man. And that could easily be us. You know, you didn't have to be born where you were born. I didn't have to be born where I'm born. You could totally fuck up, and all of a sudden... You wouldn't know any different, though. Yeah. You wouldn't know any different, but god damn, how lucky are we? I mean, yeah, you would be probably okay. I mean, people... There's a lot of poor countries that look, and I think they're dumb. They look down on our lifestyle, and like, look at them. They don't even know. They could have been born here in Afghanistan and had a good life. Yeah, there's people that are proud. They're proud to live in those shitty towns. I mean, there's a lot of people that are proud to live in Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? For real, you know, yeah. you talk to people that fucking love Pittsburgh. I'll be here till I die. Fucking Pittsburgh's the only town for me. What? Dude, you need to go to Australia. Cause let me tell you something, man. Everyone's friendly. The women are gorgeous. Everyone's cool as fuck. Everyone's super, super relaxed. Every third place Joe Rogan goes to visit, <laughs> he says it's the greatest yeah. place ever. He wants to move there. Well, I always want. I always have this instinct to get out of LA. Yeah. I came so close. I was gone. Yeah. Look at me. That's when I thought I was over. They trapped me back in. They fucking. They got me back. The wife got knocked up, and the, the mountain lion ate the dog, and snow came. The accident on the hills. It's the just too much. I, I got crazy. I tried to move her right to the mountains. That's, that was the big fuck up. You take steps. I should have yeah. moved her to Boulder and got like a little Take over territory instead of a yeah. base there, then move. I got this fucking very strong desire to have like a base very far away from the majority of civilization. Like I have these crazy, and it's not crazy thoughts of like the end of the world. It's just like I just want no one around. You even do that here. It's like any reason you have yeah. to be in LA yeah. is forty-five minutes away. Yeah. Well, here, you know, in yeah. light traffic. Yeah. yeah. Have you always so been like, like that, or yeah. is that no. something that knit up recently? Can no, you? no, I've always been like that. When I fir- I've moved further and further away from the hives from the moment I moved to LA. When right. I first moved to LA, I had an apartment in North Hollywood. Then I bought, uh, then I rented a house mm-hmm. in Encino, and then I, oh, I kept going further and further out. You know, and my next move, man, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stay in California. Balloon. But Hover. I'm gonna, I think Texas. I'm gonna get a place in Big Bear. I want to go get a place up in the mountains, you know? Pittsburgh. Yeah, maybe I should buy his place. There you go. I wonder Heroin if she wants to sell it. <laughs> I, mean, I wonder if she'll sell it. I wonder if Lynn even uses it. You don't want that junk of spirits. What the fuck? This junky spirits in that fucking house, cocksucker. <laughs> what are you trying to do? We're worshiping Satan, Joe Rogan? Junky spirits. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's... You know what I would like to get? Just a little cabin. Just somewhere, somewhere where I can just go and just hear nothing. That's what I love the most well, about living on that beautiful. mountain. I mean, you, you went to that place that beautiful. I lived at. When you are out that window, when we're on the porch, and uh-huh. you listen, you don't hear a fucking thing. It's, it's you hear the silence. It's like a very specific sound of its own. I heard in the redwoods, because the canopy's so, so high above the ground, there's no real birds, and there's no real insects there. Um, because the stuff, I don't know how it falls out, so there's just nothing going on. Wow. So it really is just silence. Occasionally you hear a squirrel. You know, you see one, but generally it's just like nothing's happening. 
I gotta go back to that. That would suck. No, it's man, it's supposed to be super. It's like miles and miles around. I went when I was nothing. a kid and we drove our car through Dude, a redwood one? tree. Yeah, yeah. I, wanna, I wanna do that they one. Ca- That's how douchey people are. This fucking tree's been around for like a million years. This gigantic fucking tree that's as big as this room. Carbon. So what do they do? They carve L. a big hole in the center of it so people can drive their cars through the fucking tree. This is like a novelty goof. Like they carved out well, the tree. Well, that's where the, the road was, right? That, that knocked oh, the tree they down. Made it. Oh. They didn't. That's where the road was. They, could, they didn't have to do that. I mean, it seems like more humane to kill the tree than to use it. You know humane. I mean? It's a fucking tree. I know. What if, I trees know. Are, what if trees can feel? They just can't communicate. You know, that's a very valid argument. You know, we don't know. We know that there's. I don't know if this has been scientifically validated, but there's been all sorts of studies that prove that that trees like like feel something. Like there's an electrical impulse when you snip them. I will tell you this. There was an episode of Mama's Family uh, in which the goofball son hears uh, a study that says a cauliflower can feel pain. Damn. Broccoli does not have that same problem. Maybe that was where all the work was done. Yeah. <laughs> That's not real. But who the <laughs> fuck knows, man? You know, who knows not if it doesn't real. hurt their feelings when you eat them? Who knows is not a good enough reason to do or not <laughs> you, to do anything. You could argue that video game characters could probably feel. Maybe they they're might, playing us. They might. You know, you when you Quake, kill them. When you play Quake, maybe you're fucking somebody up in another dimension. Right. Like yeah. that, that video game. How do you know that has feelings as much as a do fucking you know? cabbage? You know, that's just, re- it starts getting ridiculous. It's if you have ridiculous. lips, then who cares? You know, <laughs> you have to have lips. And then well, that, then some I'll people listen. say they won't eat anything that has a face. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like people who will eat, um, they'll eat things like, they'll eat like clams and they'll eat like some shellfish and yeah, they won't eat anything with a face. What is that thing? Speaking of faces, it's creeping me it's out. It's an ass cheat, but it's got someone's mouth there. Not oh. mine though. It's some girls. It's a very Brian just comes up with it's a weird. weird ass. Have you seen those little weird ass banners? We're talking about the thing that's on my uh, website. It's on JoeRogan.net. Any well, of those weird banners. It's all Brian's. You, you know, I like to throw in a lot of like subliminal uh, porn into it because it it, it works. Yeah, I think that because you're like, what the fuck is this? What and is it makes that? you look like, at the poster. Pussy lips down there by the end. Yeah. It makes you look at the poster, where like a lot of times if it's just you with a microphone, it's like okay, yeah, whatever. Right, you're right. <laughs> you just no, I, I look, I love them, man. But I think if you just brighten the contrast in there, people would be even more excited. Where that N is, I feel like I can see something there. Yeah. Isn't it funny that that's exciting to like yeah. almost see some tits or some pussy? But you can see just you can just go to a different website, dick yeah. ass on the internet, you know? Video. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, why. That's why I can't live in a mountain, man. Because if there's like end of the world shit happens, I need to be around pussy just yeah. in case if I have to meet. Uh, I got disgusted by porn last <laughs> night. It's it, not even an end of the world thing. You got disgusted by. It was porn. like, it was like overload. It was just too much. Too too many days in a row. To where I was like, yeah. What? Oh, that's why are they doing this? Sometimes I overload on the road. On the road, sometimes I just too much porn. I just oh, I see it as like porn, mating yeah. animals. Either that or this way, where I just feel empathy for the women. How about when you beat off and like only a dribble comes out because that's all you got left? Wow, <laughs> yeah. like a three three yeah. day or four. Because you four yeah. times beat a day. off like three times in a day. Yeah, and you do think you're doing it because you're like trying to get some sleep. Like you, you, in the morning, like so. sometimes I wake up and I've got up too early. I'm like, oh, I can sleep in. I need my sleep. Let me just jerk off real quick. So I'll jerk off, and then I'm like getting ready to go to the gym. I'm like, God, I'm a little horny before I go to the gym. Maybe I should just jerk off. And then I'll jerk off, and then I'll go and do the show. And then I go do the show, do stand up. Do before you go to the for jujitsu? Sometimes. Don't, don't that, I don't. I don't want to get make your balls. Ah, I would I'm be jerking off three times. Oh, right. I always wash before jujitsu. Very conscientious. Oh. Listen, everybody <laughs> jerks off and then goes to jujitsu. Everybody that goes to jujitsu jerks off and then goes there. It's just a matter of. How long ago was that? Yeah, was know. it a month ago? Was it a year ago? And if they like to wipe it or yeah. they go with it Ooh. still. 
That's true. You never know, man. You never know. You can't trust people. Trust no one. But then I'll go get home from the gig. I'll do a gig. I'll be wired, and then I'll kind of get some sleep. So I'll beat off, and then I'll get some sleep. What about the times, like, out of nowhere, it just... Oh, I was talking to Ari about this. He's a sprayer. Like, when he... When he jerks off, it just blows up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, that happens like to me once in a while, and it's TMI. The fuck out of me. TMI. It's in the face and the shoulder. Why does it do that? Do you, do you like hold down the tip like a garden hose and try to spray? It's probably it something, or something like that. That's probably the way I do it. I don't know. Maybe he's just got a lot of fucking oomph behind his loads, wow. man. Just because your your loads come a sputter. No, but you know what? It's, like, when it, it's whenever I get like a <laughs> like hand job or something. Dog. So it's not me. Oh, so it's a girl doing it. Or yeah. me if I'm doing it for whatever. It's like let me just right. fucking beat off. Yeah. Or if she does, it just fucking what, flies. Let's be honest about something. Yeah. What is better? What is better? Uh, getting yeah. a, a great load, a great load, shooting a great load, or taking a great shit? I would go with a great load. Great load. A great load, but not by much, man. Not by much. Sometimes you, need to, here's you, what you shoot need to a great to the, load. To the question. You need to, a great load or a great shit. Yeah, what's question? Yeah. Yeah. Like, here's the question. Here's, here's you need, here's to, add, you need question. to even it up. Because how many times have you shot a load and then you realize, oh my God, now I have to talk to this crazy bitch that I just shot a load with and she's asking oh, you dumb done questions. Oh, you're trying to get the fuck out of there and you're tired yeah. and you realize you got to drive an hour to get Doesn't home. Doesn't matter. And and that's she the, wants you to stay over and you're like, I can't. I have to feed the dogs. Like any kind of craziness that goes on, you're like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? Whereas when you take a shit, there's none of that. I think here's the deal. And that's just a load in your shit. Uh, I, I think you've just had sex a lot more than Brian and I. <laughs> so you're just a little more like yeah. interested in it than uh, we I, are. We're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But we're like, no. what sex? It's been once a year. Every now and then I enjoy good shit. I really appreciate the morning ones. Sometimes right. you wake up and you're like, oh, Jesus, let me get to the toilet. You get to the toilet, just like, because I eat a lot of salad. You know, my, my shit yeah. goes quick. So it's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Blah. See, my, my shit's always involved investigating and identifying. What? <laughs> you go and look at your poop? Well, that's because... Okay, Brian, you have to tell uh, Brian that it's, Brian has blood in his poop. What? Well, no. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. What are you so talking about? I get that about? once in a while. It's all right. Okay, about. somebody doesn't want to talk about them. No, I'm just... I made that up. I made that up. No. I, all right. I, uh... Once I had a hemorrhoid and I had to get a. I already talked internal about internal hemorrhoid. Yeah, internal yeah. hemorrhoid. Yeah, you did talk about it. I already talked about it. Yeah, so that's why yeah. I have to investigate. I get fluid poops sometimes. I just like it. Whoa! What? What? Just interesting to me. I, I find out when poop? I go to wife, I'm like, oh, was that a wetter shit? No. I was like, oh no, it's super wet. It's like did I ever tell a story about? Like, I just like it. it. Doesn't hurt though. Yeah. Did I ever tell you a story about when I uh, when I first started wearing a cup in jujitsu? I didn't used uh, to wear yeah. a cup, and uh, I had to start wearing a cup because I was rolling with Einstein. And he was trying to pass my guard, and he slammed his knee, knee yeah. right into my dick. Like, not even really, my, the shin hit my balls, but the knee hit the dick. But that was, pass, I'm surprised I didn't have it a lot more. Brian, why are you covering your head? Because I hate this story. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. But people have to hear. <laughs> he slammed it in my dick. It hurt so much. It was so fucking painful. But, so, I, I wait till I feel better. You know, I take a couple of minutes to catch yeah. my breath, and then we start rolling again. And I didn't think anything of it until I get changed. I go in the locker room, and I go to take my, I take my uh, gi pants off, and I go to take my underwear off, or my uh, jock strap off, and it's filled with blood. Ugh. Filled with blood. Blood is leaking out of the tip of my dick. And I'm like, oh, my God, I broke my dick. So, then I go into the bathroom and pee. So, I go to pee, and blood is just coming right out of the tip of my dick. Blood and urine. So then I started thinking about it. I go, okay, I got a problem. I got to do something now. I got, I got a problem. I might have to get my dick fixed. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> and then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, but wait a minute. If this was my nose, if blood was coming out of my nose, would I do anything about it? No, I wouldn't do shit about it. I would just let it heal. Okay, let's just, let's just let your dick heal and see how it goes. 
So I get home that night and I say, well, I don't know, man. Maybe I should go to the fucking doctor. Okay, if my dick can get hard, I'm not going to go to the doctor. So I jerked off. I jerked off and I shot a bloody load. Was it pink? It, no, it was like like a chicken egg that has the embryo in it. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? You get a chicken egg and wow. the embryo is in it. It's like a little bloody yeah. stream of blood. That's, that's what that's, it's like. That's in the Philippines. That's like a... Uh, yeah, balut. No, balut is like a, a, an actual embryo, like a big-ass yeah. one. Much more close to... Kosher, if you get one drop of blood in the in the which you get all the time in an mm-hmm. egg, throw it out. Can't use it. Yeah, that so makes that you sense. see them crack eggs separately you and then put them in the hole. No, it makes sense. You don't know what the fuck happened. That thing's bleeding in there, and that blood is just. Well, then it means it's human life has to be yeah. killed differently. Not human life. life, chicken life. Yeah. yeah, well, not only that, it's probably smart for like health reasons. That blood is just sitting in that egg. I think an egg can keep probably better than blood can. Maybe. You know, who knows with the blood? I mean, that's just speculation. But anyway, sure. <laughs> bottom line is I jerked off to see if my dick was okay. Yeah. And I, I all okay? myself. No, it, it didn't feel that good. <laughs> it wasn't it. like the best jerk off session I've ever had. But then the next day I peed blood a couple more times. I peed, peed blood just a little bit less every time for like three days. And then I stopped. There was no more blood. And I said, I think it's okay. I think it would only uh-huh. taken one day and I would have freaked out and went right to the I came Well, I, it didn't hurt. That's why Did you I Google didn't it do at it. all? No, no. I Back didn't. There. Thank God. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I was, the, what I was worried about was that it was going to break. You know, I was like, my dick is not going to work anymore. And, yeah. You know, I'm, and, and my, I'm infinite. We have to cut it off. Ew. Imagine if you get gangrene, if it rotted, Weren't and you would have to hack your dick off. Oh, then they, they have to rebuild smelling. one. They have to take a chunk out of meat out of your forearm. I saw that online. A dude had his dick rebuilt. Or maybe it was like a woman who had a dick rebuilt to become a man. That could like be. a fake dick. Oh, it's so crazy. Wouldn't you be concerned at all at the time? And I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. That the doctor would be like, if you hadn't gotten hard so fast, would it be okay? But the yeah. fact that it broke that seal or something, nah. you weren't worried about nah. that. I was thinking that maybe my loads would purify whatever injury I had in there. Huh. My soldiers would go to work on it, patch it up. <laughs> I thought urine would do that. I think you know urine is supposed to heal things. So if you pee and you have a, a little wound inside your dick, it's probably good to piss out blood. It probably right. cleans it out. Probably, you know, yeah, urine, probably urine do one sterile. Out. Yeah, urine sterile. It's good for you. I bet, it, I bet it probably does. But I, that was a close call. So from then on, I, I wear a cup. So no uh, no blood in my shit, but some bloody loads. And some bloody pee-pee. I'm so glad Let's I don't do shit. white and red. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. What? You're so glad what? I don't do shit that involves having to wear a cup so people won't hit my nuts so I don't pee blood. Yeah, well. I never wore one. <laughs> never wore one. Jiu-jitsu, you should wear one, dude. I'll, I'll get an extra one. I'll give it to you. He likes I never even wore it, I swear. That uh, oh. sounds fishy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Why does it smell like Ben Gay? Nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. Why I mean, tried it on. No. Why does it out. smear it with fucking Dave's Insanity sauce? And it, uh, won't, it won't even kick in until you start sweating. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh my God. Your dick would be on fire. I pissed once after I had a, a, a burrito with Dave's Insanity sauce. And I just, I don't know. I must have got some residue on my finger. And I touched the head of my dick. And it was like, it was melting. Like a Mexican blowjob. It was... What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that problem. Did they tell you about the sunflower seed peppers? Sunflower seed When I was in Israel, they had these huge sunflower seeds that were like that big. And so people would always take them from me when I was sitting at my desk. So I wanted to punish the people who didn't ask. Oh, so you put peppers. So I spent all day and I That's crushed so up awesome. habanero peppers. That's awesome. Took the seeds out and put one seed inside wow. each sunflower seed. Oh my God. And then if people, I would leave that in front. So people asked, I'd be like, no, no, here's the normal ones. But if they wouldn't, they'd just right. fucking get it. And most people can't stand the heat. But... Did not wash off my hands, peed, and just had to shower with my pants around my ankles. And, like, right. it just started, I was like, ow, 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 yeah. ow, ow. Yeah. It's like this, it's like, yeah. Ah. And you're it's like, like, what's so happening? You put soap on it and water. 
How about dudes to get their dick tattooed? Yeah. What the fuck, man? How much must that hurt? Ah! ah, ah. The sensitive area hasn't built up any tolerance to anything. Jesus Christ, maybe man. Maybe it feels really good. Maybe it feels awesome. Getting your dick tattooed? Yeah, maybe it's just like hard sex. But probably it's not. Like, Harder! Hard tattoos hurt. No! Brian wants to get fucked. That's what he's trying Brian to say. I wonder if Somebody anybody's tattooed it. a dick and had him come on them. Uh, oh my god. god. Can you imagine? Like, who cares if right that you, happens? Like, put the, 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 the <laughs> dragon wings awesome. on the balls, he just squirts all over you. They definitely uh, have gotten hard before they were tattoos. That's definitely happened. Not even on purpose. Not even on purpose. It could just be incidental. Especially like really crazy, freaky, gay bondage type dudes. Yeah. You know? Has Bravo been on that tattoo show yet? Yeah. yeah. I, think so. I don't know. It's aired. Yeah. No, that's definitely what I mean. Yeah, it's aired. I don't know. I mean, I think they filmed the whole season in advance, and he just did it a couple months ago. It's a good ass tattoo, man. That chicken. She's a really good artist. Eddie Bravo got his grandmother tattooed on his chest. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Incredible. By Kat Von D. But yeah, it's incredible artwork, man. I fucking love those tattoos. I don't have any of them, but portraits. I love those portraits. Yeah. I think it'd be creepy. I think it it's is creepy. Like, creepy. Like, oh my god. It's well, unless, it's, unless it means something to you, like for Eddie, his grandmother was like the person who really cared about him when he was a kid. Like, right. Person Some dude that went to high school love. with you. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nuts. Imagine if you went to high school with a kid and then all of a sudden you run into him and he's got you tattooed on his arm. He'd Holy be like, listen, shit. man, it's ironic. We just picked you out of the yearbook at random. Don't be weird about it. You ever <laughs> see that crazy bitch that's got, I'm going to kill you, Ray Romano, tattooed on her back? No. Yeah. Does she hate Ray Romano? No, she just did it like because, you know, Everybody Loves Raymond was out. Oh. Did you get that tattooed? Tattooed as a tramp stamp. It says, I'm going to kill you, Ray Romano. And and so she's taking pictures out. People are interested in that. Oh, yeah, it's on the internet. How crazy is that bitch? I mean, if that bitch ever has kids, the the kids can never take her seriously. Like, Mom, listen to me, you dumbass. You've got, I'm going to kill you, Ray Romano, on your fucking back. Who's Ray Romano? Like, that was a popular sitcom. Bad decisions, you dumb bitch. (laughs) That might have been your best impression, Brian. Hey, uh, hi. Hey, yeah, it's Kermit the Frog. No, it's uh, Ray Romano. Ray Romano. <laughs> He's hilarious. That guy, uh, I started working with him like way, way back in the early 90s. We did Jimmy's Comedy Alley in, um, I think it was in Queens, somewhere in New York. I think it was in Queens. And uh, he he was uh, the headliner, I was the middle. I got to see him like when he was at his peak. He was a really, really good stand-up man. When he came really. back to it, he was good still. Yeah. It was interesting. Well, he's always good. He's just he's, a, he's just got great delivery. You know, he's just a, and he's a super nice guy. Is he super clean back there? Yeah, he's always been kind of clean, you know. I mean, not completely clean. Like, he did a bit on Kevin and Bean's show last year. Yeah. The April Foolishness, hilarious bit about uh, if guys could blow ourselves, we would have to wear, like, a dog collar. (laughs) It was really funny. Get more into it? (laughs) No, so you couldn't, so you keep your your husband from blowing himself, you would have to put up, like, one of those dog Oh, girls would have to. It was very funny, man. It was a really good bit. That I meant, like, Bond or something. No, no, no. It was, it was very, very funny. And he had a bunch of good stuff, you know. Just, I mean, even stuff like about his son pooping, you know, you think it's like it's innocent joke, but it's really well-worded and yeah. great timing and really good economy of words. He's a, a real good craftsman, you know, with his material. That's why his show was so funny. That guy, I met him, you know, years did and years ago. Did you steal his job? I did. I didn't steal it. Somebody else stole <laughs> I know. That luckily, somebody else stole it. I stole it from that guy. Who, the guy in the pilot stole yes, it? Yes, he got it, and then they fired. They didn't want him for the actual show, and then they hired me. That's what happened. So I didn't I didn't feel bad. There was already a guy before me. I just took it from him. But Ray was a friend, you know, so it was yeah. weird to run into him, you know. Like, like, I didn't, but then all of a sudden, he got his show, which was like a hundred times more successful yeah. than his radio. And so was perfect fine. because he controlled the whole thing. And when uh, when I, we were hanging out when yeah. he first got the show, it was me and him and Kevin, Kevin James. We were all eating dinner at Jerry's Deli, and Ray was like obsessive. 
Um, maybe if I have uh, the guy come in like this and just kept going, uh, he was like obsessed. That's his own show. The, yeah, just putting it together perfectly. You know, he was really like trying to construct it in his head. You know, he was obsessed with it. It wasn't there was there wasn't any good luck at all with him. It I heard with him that, that he had taped this HBO special back when it really meant something, mm-hmm. and they were holding it for like a year, year and a half, where they're like, yeah. "No, we're not ready to release it because we want to do this." And he's like, oh, "I just I'm broke. I wow. need some money. Dude, please, people will see it." Right. Well, that's well, those are stories I have no idea. That's always a concern. When you have a special and you film it and you don't own it, and this yeah. is back before the internet, you know, you, mm-hmm. you could really get crazy and go, you know, I'm going to fucking release this on the internet. You guys can suck my dick if you're really that crazy. <laughs> you know, if they caught you, though, you'd be fucked. If they caught you and they could prove that you took away the profits for yeah. your own thing, like, they pulled my shit from YouTube, my own shit. Yeah. They, I've had that. Yeah. That's nuts. When your own bits get pulled off your own YouTube page. Brian gave me the advice. Because of copyright. For, for the HBO said, he said, don't say HBO. Because I'll do searches for that. Ah, that's very smart. Of Briar. That's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you put that up online, your HBO set? Some of it. Some Are they going to do more of those, the Down Dirties? No. No more? No. They didn't like it? They just, I didn't think got ratings or something. They, if not they didn't late. promote it very well. Yeah, either. not really. HBO does not really handle comedy that well. I it's think just they, what they decide to promote. The right they can. Yeah, which they decide to promote. But th- too often, like it seems like they're just trying to put things that are like different. Just like they're trying to. It's not like they're that new one to... is all sober comedy. That's a new uh, series with like with Boss and Norton. Oh, really? Huh. With all sober wow. people. The, the good thing about that is a lot of the guys that are sober are sober for a reason. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> so, so they've got some great stories. Yeah. You know, so they're all. Oh it, no, it ain't church sobriety. This is like I fucked up my life sobriety. There's a I'm lot sure. of dudes like that. There was a lot of dudes that were doing the clean, clean uh, Christians of comedy Christian tour. Yeah. They were uh, making bank loads. Oh my god! And they would do all like arenas. Kids. Yeah. They would do arenas like big church arenas in the south, like giant fucking places, and just terrible, terrible yeah. hackneyed. Comedy. And he came in and he said, "Ma'am, that's not my hat." Seriously <laughs> though, it's all for him. It's all for just the grace. Like, just really like you know and this is a big push for that with a lot of people like they want the lowest standard possible you're gonna submit you're gonna you're, you're gonna broadcast the lowest possible standard and there's so many people that want to hear that whether it's in country music or it's Sarah Palin talking or it's you know they want they want no no difference between you and them you are just as smart as them you don't talk down and in fact you you talk them up and make them out to be much more than they really are, and that's like a big. And if you're religious, it's like push. it's for the grace of God or whatever they get into it. It's like cool. Can, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's so spooky that we've gotten our culture has made things so easy for idiots to survive. It's so. I mean, most of what there's so many people that do so many different things that are so useless, and they're going to be replaced by robots. I said on the Simpsons, Ned Flanders, what they watch a comedy concert and he goes that was the worst Christian rock concert I've ever seen he closes the tickets and it says Chris Rock and he goes so many F words <laughs> that's hilarious oh that's hilarious <laughs> the worst Christian rock show ever that's hilarious yeah I just think it's it's so easy to be a retard these days because there's so many other people that you join with uh-huh. did you ever see the video there's a I think Most the guy was a comic there. who interviewed um, these people waiting to see Sarah Palin at a book signing there was like a whole <coughs> fucking giant line of people and it's like three degrees outside. They're freezing their ass off and they're waiting for hours to come in and meet Sarah Palin. And so this dude goes and interviews them and asks them questions. What would you uh-huh. like about Miss, Miss Palin's policies? And it's all the same nonsense. Nobody has a clue. But I, in all fairness, I've seen the same thing with Obama. 
You know, when they interviewed people that they're yeah, they got no Obama, idea. they just know he's black and he's talking really good and he's good. He's Who did the thing? I think it was Baba Booey or Stuttering John or something. So it might have been Stern or it might have been Leno, but they went, or it might have been someone else completely, but they went downtown and asked about, um, what do you think about Obama? What do you think of his running mate, Sarah Palin? People are like, oh, I think she's great. Right. I think she's great. Yeah, like, yeah. like, who do you, are you a Democrat or Republican? They're like, Republican. And they're like, what about, you know, you know, Joe Biden. it's been like that forever. I watched that Gonzo, that documentary no idea. on Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. And back in, you know, the, the 1970s when he was writing Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail, mm-hmm. it was the same thing. They were asking all these different people, like, who are you voting for? And no one had a fucking clue. Yeah, who why? Anybody exactly. Was. No, not that guy. That guy? No, not that guy. You know, it's yeah. like, who the fuck are you voting for? And that guy's vote counts. Just yeah, as much absolutely. As just as much. Scholar. Yeah, they're like, Obama, so you know he wants to go to war uh, with Iraq more. How do you feel about that? And like, well, I'm for it. What do, you, do you think that their Obama has any say? Or do you think it's all horseshit? What do you think literally happens when you win? Do you think that you've been briefed before you I ever think... win as to this is what's going to happen? You're going to be given an agenda. You're going to be asked to follow certain protocol. You, you will consult with these yeah. people before any decision, before any press conference. It will be reviewed. Yeah. I, mean, is I think that there's what some of that, but I think you're also just met with with checks and balances. It's way harder to get things done than you think. Right. You know, and you have to make allegiances and you have to give certain things in order to get like that, all, definitely. you know. Definitely. There's definitely a lot of that. There's definitely and a lot of if you want to just get something done, politics. it's not that easy. No. No, it's not. But, but okay, but what's with like him saying that he wanted, was it all bullshit? That he yeah. didn't want to have troops over there? And then all of a sudden he pulls them out of Iraq and sends them off to Afghanistan? What is that well, all about? Because I think he realized like, oh, I can't just pull them out. That creates a vacuum of power that'll be, you know, terrible. And right. like, what I wanted to do, now I know more and I can't is do Is that it. what it does? You Maybe. know, what I think what they've got to do at some point in time, they've got to have some math. If they really want to to get people to like the United States and other countries. There has to be some massive goodwill operation where we go to these impoverished countries, these places that have been wrecked by war, by devastation, by all these different things that are going on, and we have to help the fuck out of them. Because if we don't do that, then other people are going to look at us and go, what, what is, why would we look up to the United States? Just because it used to be? Just because it's the biggest superpower? Because they have the most missiles? You know, why would we give a fuck about them? And if the people at the very top aren't the most generous, mm-hmm. then the whole, the whole system below you seems unfair and people get fucking pissed off. There's something in the Old Testament where it's the or uh, light unto the nations. It's, yes. It's supposed to be, you know, lead by example of what yes. you want them to do. Sure. If you're in that position, if you're in the position to be generous, if you're in the position to help, if you're in the position... It's just, we're just ganking shit. That's the problem. We want the oil. Fuck you. Give us that That's natural, natural gas. Suck it. We're gonna get you know, where's those selfish. poppy seeds? Where's the heroin ground? Right here? Shut the fuck up and sit down. We're bringing in guns and tanks and fucking jets and we're going to have spaceships that fly around you by remote control and shoot missiles into canyons and shit. Yeah. Dude, you ever watch those videos online? They, they have videos of them launching missiles from like helicopters and shit at these people that are w- walking with donkeys. I mean, it's fucking nuts, man. Should these be walking just, there. They're walking. You see them like walking up the hill and like, we've got the target. Shall we engage? And you see it like in this. Do they like, have arms in the donkey's case or something? Who, knows? Who the fuck knows what they're doing? I mean, you know, it could have been somebody who said the wrong thing to some fucking general. Who knows? I don't know what they did. I mean, I'm just watching a video. It could be that they're, you know, some high-level operatives and they're moving through their secret cave hideouts. And yeah. Who the fuck knows? John Heffron's watching. Powerful John Heffron. That was the thing. Also, the comedy club at Skyline Comedy in Wisconsin. class. What are you saying? Skyline Comedy Club is watching, uh, and they were like, come to Appleton, Wisconsin. Um, Where's John Heffron playing Wisconsin. next? Jeez. Where is John Heffron playing next? I've only been to Wisconsin once. I went to some crazy summer festival that they have. 
Really? Yeah, it was awesome. It was an outside in a tent, thousands of people. Was it awesome outside? Yeah, it was a really great crowd. And but it was like a lot of people with babies and shit. And I'm just saying, oh, this nasty shit. I'm like, I'm sorry, folks. Babies don't bother me nearly Get as much as like a ten-year-old. Yeah, there was kids too, man. There was everybody, and I was. I did all my shit because there was a lot of young people in the front. Like yeah. there was a majority, it was like hundreds and hundreds of young people, yeah. and then behind them there was like a mixed bag. But the people that were sitting were all like, you know, your average comedy club audience. There was just a bunch of people outside, and the people were standing up and walking around. And it's in a big giant tent. It was so strange. Yeah. But I only do it once because I was too dirty. They would not have me back. John Heffron's in Atlanta. Where's he at? Punchline. Punchline. Powerful John Heffron. Very very funny guy. Funnier every time I see him. We'll see him. John Heffron's great. He should come to Arizona. Well, I think John Heffron will tell you that he would love to come to Arizona if the improv comes with the shekels. You know what I'm saying? You gotta come with the shekels for my man, John Heffron. So what do you think about uh, Little Wayne? Little Wayne went to jail. It's about time. You think so? Yeah. Just another one. <gasps> Ari... Little Rap, Wayne, he's, he is crazy tattooed up. Have you seen how much he's yeah. tattooed up? His whole body's done. Yeah, we got to put that online for people who haven't seen it because it's, it's fucking bizarre. Like, it's so crazy. Like, it's hard to believe that this dude has this many tattoos. I mean, like, his whole body's fucking tattooed. Oh. Ready to wrap it Shut up. Shut the fuck up. We'll look at the Little Wayne tattoos. You need some coffee, son. I got so much shit to do. What do you have to do? I have to go to Macy's. Okay. Sounds hard. What do you, what do you got to do there? <laughs> right away, I would never trade lives with you. Right off the bat. That just sounds this so horrible that there's no way. Uh, I'm wishing I'd upon my worst enemy. Okay. Uh, got to go to Macy's. Got to go to Macy's. Yeah. It's hard to find a new one. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good new one. God damn, this dude's got a lot of tattoos. Look at this shit. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Cash money? Yeah. Nice. This is incredible. He's in a position where it really just doesn't matter. I guess he's not not gonna get a job. Yeah, well he doesn't have to do that right. ever. Man, that's nuts. I'll put this up on too. <clears throat> it's crazy, man. The dude just went off and tattooed his whole body. That's like a big. Did you do it all right at once? Now. No. I don't know, man. Soldier Boy seems to have that. Soldier Boy dude did the same thing. Tattooed his face, tattooed his hands, tattooed his chest, his whole arms. His, I mean, he just went nutty. If you're googling Soldier Boy, you can't find it. You're spelling it wrong. Yeah, it's like like a brother soldier. S O U L J A. Holla. And also Google uh, Soldier Boy Ice Cream Kitty. Ice Cream Kitty. Yeah. Powerful, Shafir. Shafir, you gotta unblock me from your Twitter. Don't be rude. I can't even follow you. You uh, find that rude. You guys both fucking bug me too much. We don't want to. We can still read it, right? What? You know, we can still read it. We can still. You just have to go make a search for it. I promise, I won't bug you anymore. No, it still lets you just go to your. We can go to the website. It's not true. No, that's. Oh, you go to the website. Yeah, it doesn't come up on your stream. No, not on this. Not on TweetDeck. But we can always go to your page to see what you're up to. Yeah. Come on, man. Please. But you can't fuck with me when I, I complain about wanting to commit suicide. I won't. I won't fuck with you about anything anymore. All right. You don't really want to commit suicide. You just want to be happier. Right? Would you rather if you had the two options? Right. Well, that's like saying you don't really want to throw a touchdown pass. You just want to win. However, I get there, it's fine. It's not like that. 
Like it's like that. It's not like that at all. Look at this. Life's a gamble. That's what Lil Wayne has to say about it. His whole lot body's like a fortune cookie. <laughs> He's got little fortune cookie sayings all over his body. Wow, it's so weird. That's like really fucking really bad tattoos, man. It's weird. That's a, a, a real trend that guys are getting these really bad tattoos. tattoos. It's like prison tattoos. But the crazy thing is, you know, he calls himself a gangster and all this crazy shit. But he goes to jail and the first thing he did was go into protective custody. Oh, because they're afraid of... How do you do that? You just apply? Um, that's a good question, man. I think you just Does say... Do they have that in the plea know, ahead of time? Like, you can't, you can't put him in general population? You can say, my client is, you know, a very wealthy man who, you know, a lot of people could get a name off beating him up and he's not a very big man and he's concerned for his safety. One of my favorite things is when idiots like us <laughs> try to walk through the law and what we would say to a judge in order to get things done. <laughs> we're only going off old law and yeah. order episodes <laughs> that we're sort of guessing. Yeah, old episodes of the Fall Guy and shit. <laughs> I think what you would have to do is tell a judge your honor uh, <laughs> like, I don't even know what do you remember them. when TV shows had you convinced that you could tell it, like if a cop was like like oh, yeah. undercover cop you'd say are you a cop and they have to tell you the truth what yeah I'm a cop you, you, you caught me you yeah. got off this time lefty but next time you're are not. you yeah they would never, never, never answer that right you guys are never gonna trick me like what they would never do that they, they, they don't have to tell you they're cops yeah. that's ridiculous you're doing something illegal a cop can let you do that illegal shit they can do illegal shit with you they can do fucking cocaine with you to arrest you for cocaine. How about that? That's legal. And they can get away with it. Yeah. You know, how nutty is that? Because if they go undercover, they're going to have to do drugs with you. If you're doing drugs and you want to be a part of some motorcycle gang, and the motorcycle gang's doing drugs, you got to do drugs There's with no them. There's no way you're not going to be able to. But yeah, on TV, they're always like, oh, I don't and just dump it off the side with the one special to, episode where they had to do it. Yes, exactly. You know? They throw it. They fake it. Oh, amazing yeah. stuff. I'll give you an antidote pill. This will immediately nullify the cocaine. So as soon as you take it, make, your, <laughs> make your way into the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> it almost got a great drug. Great for job interviews. Yeah, exactly. I mean... I, I, this is a, I, you hear about that all the time with DEA agents. The DEA agents get addicted to drugs because they have to do them with these fucking people to get in with them. And then also, I think they just see that fucking lifestyle and they become crazy. They see how many people are getting away with it. I, I think if you were in the, the position to really be investigating drugs in this country, you would see there's so much drugs coming in. It's like an unstoppable force. And you would start wondering, like, what are we putting our resources towards? Why isn't this shit legal where they can tax it and make money off of it? You know, why can't they just go after the illegal people? They're, it's just like prohibition. When prohibition happened in the 30s, all that shit did, or in the 20s, it was like, what was it then, like 1933 or something like that? All it did was mm -hmm. just made people that were more dangerous sell it. Yeah. Made people that weren't afraid to break the law. It just made organized crime stronger. It kept it out of a lot of people's hands. It must have. Do but, you think so? Yes, it must have. I don't know, man. I think it made people angry about getting busted with it and selling it. But I think most people, people want to get drunk. I know, but aren't gonna break the law or really risk it, you know? Because a lot of people who are like, oh, I guess we can't have it anymore. I mean, did you ever research it or are you just speculate? I'm just speculating completely. But yeah. if they made cigarettes illegal, completely illegal, there's a lot of people would stop smoking. I wonder if it would be like Catholic schoolgirls and being whores. Right. Because they're not all whores though. Catholic. Well, they're not yeah. all whores. It's a disproportionate amount. Yeah, Let me right. tell you something. Growing up around a lot of Catholic school girls, it was common knowledge amongst my friends that Catholic school girls they're, that's go crazy. the fuck Because religious off. Jewish school? Not really not. Them. Well, I think Catholicism is so ridiculous that I think even like... The, 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 look, when you're dealing with a religion where a gigantic percentage of the men who are in power are fucking little kids. Another one got caught. 
they said he was gay. It's another uh, anti-gay rights. Oh no, no, Republican. that was Roy Ashburn. Yeah. yeah, that was the guy who was he was the guy John behind John. Proposition Eight. He got caught. And he admitted he was gay. But that guy's not a priest, and he's not fucking kids. He's just gay. Oh right. You're like they're priest, all the same. Yeah. Faggots, fucking pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> you lump this guy in with a pedophile priest. But that religion is so ridiculous that there's there's a giant percentage of the men who are pushing this religion are also fucking horrible pedophiles that ruin people's lives. If you know anybody that's Catholic, if you grew up in a Catholic community, you know a bunch of people that have been molested. Everybody knows somebody. I know two people that got hit on by priests. I know my, my friend Tony, he had a fight off a priest, mm -hmm. and uh, my friend John had a fight off a priest. They get attacked. These priests fucking drool on them and breathe on them, pull their dicks. And my friend Bo, another dude. I know three dudes. I know three dudes that got attacked. They're all Catholic. I know a girl that's settlement. That money from a settlement. Dude, there's so many settlements. If you stop and look, do you know New Mexico has some crazy-ass fucking law, or they used to at one point in time, where you could, uh, if you had sex with a girl, like a man could not have sex with a girl, like it was normal age. Like the age of consent was like 18. But if a man to have sex with a boy, the age of consent was like 13. Really? It's fucking crazy. And the reason why, supposedly, this was enacted is that the Catholic Church put pressure on them to keep this in place so they could fucking ship all their, their sweet, crazy sweet boy ass, sweet boy ass and they to would New be Mexico. Illegal and they they sneak it. It. I don't know if this is true. This is all speculation. This is all on the internet. Fact but I do know saying. that the fact... Uh, no, I, that's speculation. The fact is that the age of consent for male to boy was 13. That's fucking nuts, man. Same-sex males was like 13. Whereas opposite sex, like b boys and girls... What's really crazy now is this sexting thing, man, where kids are going to jail for child pornography because they're taking Showing pictures their, of their yeah. pussy. They really, they came down at some point with like a no tolerance. I don't care if you made it. I don't, you can't have it on your hard drive. Oh no one can God. have it. Well, and with those laws, like we can't make an exception for anyone. They are attacking sluts for, for sending pictures of their pussy to guys. They're attacking As girls for being silly. It's basically the same thing. Well, they you said show this. Me yours, I'll show you mine. Yeah. We all played that when we were kids. But then the problem is, then it gets out to fucking pedophiles and makes them go crazy. That's what they said. They don't want anyone I'm to have it. About this twice, by Really? So we're talking about it again. The yeah. point is, send us some sweet pictures of your thirteen-year-old bush. Right. This is Let's this do is this. important shit. It's a fascinating goddamn story. It's important to the other guys we've talked about. Right. Don't don't cut a juicy conversation. It's fascinating shit, man. The idea that you can put kids in jail because they take pictures of their pussy. You know, the dude sends a picture of his dick to some girl in school, and now, now he's locked in a cage. You know, that's silly. People throughout time, it's, there's a charge in whipping your dick out. If you cover someone's dick up, they're going to want to whip it out. You know, we all live naked and free. You know, you wouldn't have to worry about this shit. But then people would start fucking way earlier. Yeah. Right? If we all live naked and free, you wouldn't be able to trust anybody everywhere. Someone would actually fuck by accident. It would have to happen. I wonder how much... Fall. I wonder how much suppression, you know, we really have by walking around naked. Like, how much different we would be if we walked around naked, you know? But walking around all clothed up, I wonder how much more different our behavior is. I will tell you this. This is the comparison. Is that, so any sort of nudity is like a, is like a novelty. When I was showing a gear, when I wouldn't touch women, you know? Uh -huh. uh, when I would touch them, even on the arm or something, like, oh, it was like an electric sort of feel. Wow. Like, I like way more sexual. So I think covering up and stopping yourself makes you more sexual. Yeah. So that if you're completely unclothed, You'd be way calmer. Makes it more urgent. Yeah. When I first came to uh, L.A. and I first acted in a sitcom, I didn't like being here. I didn't like this. The, sit the whole sitcom situation was really bad. It's a lot of negative energy in the set, a lot of fighting going on between the network and the producers and the writers. Yeah. And uh, I'd broken up with my girlfriend and I moved out here and we were still talking on the phone, but I didn't. I didn't know anybody here. And I was out here for a few weeks. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't hang out with anybody. And then this chick, uh, we were laughing about something. She gave me a hug on the set. 
and she gave me a hug and it was the best feeling in the world. It wasn't like a regular hug. Like she hit me with this hug and I was like, it was like I needed it. Like she yeah. gave me a glass of water. Like, ugh, you know, and it was just a hug, man. She was just being nice and she gave me she a nice hug and, and rubbed my back and I was like, wow, that felt so good. Yeah. I just felt, you need that shit. Human contact. Yeah, if you go like a few weeks or a month without touching anybody, yeah. that guy that we were talking about earlier that lives in the Arctic, he went, uh, I think, eight months at one point by himself just up there hunting and he said it was way too much. He said he went crazy. That guy's just living wild, man. You got to see that's on VBS TV. I think his name is Heimo. Heimo's Arctic Refuge. Just look up Arctic VBS.TV. It's fucking incredible, man. Like one of the most incredible documentaries ever. You stop and think about it, like this guy's chosen to live like that in this day and age. Whereas yeah. we think if we had to live like that, it would be hell. Like, Brian, how do you think you would feel if, like, all of a sudden civilization dropped off, there was no power, and you had to fucking light fires with wood and, and kill animals to stay alive, and it was fucking freezing cold out, and you were in animal it'd skins be awful. and shit? It'd be awful. That's why I need, <clears throat> I couldn't live on top of a mountain. I couldn't be like that, because if that shit did happen, I don't want to be on top of a mountain doing it all by myself. I want to be, you know... Right around right. civilization but what if point. you're around civilization and there's no food no one's growing anything there's a lot of mooches and chaos like well, that's when I, you, you want know, to be somewhere self-sustaining right yeah but I mean it's I think it's like I mean my family grew up on farms so I, you know to me it's right. just like wow what you just plant some food you know everything by the time the food runs out lazy. you know by the time the food runs out we'll have tomatoes we'll have you know Man, you have to have a serious work ethic to run a farm so you, you can't stock off for three weeks I didn't know anything about farms until I started working for the UFC and then you start talking to uh, guys, guys who are farmers. Yeah, yeah, guys who are real farmers. You know, talk to like Matt Hughes and all yeah. these guys. are When they do like uh, in-depth reports on these guys in their life, you know, Tommy Spears is another one. Like they offered him a fight recently and uh, he couldn't take the fight because he was in the middle of the harvest. Oh, wow. You know, it's like, that's real shit. You know, wow. these guys, they're, they're out there. can't train for it. They, I know, I gotta be working right They're now. fucking working, man. They're working all day, every day, and it's brutal. It's hard work. And there's like a mentality that a lot of, a lot of these guys love the work. There's something, something very satisfying, something you know that goes back to our days when we first discovered agriculture. You know, it's like a visceral human reaction. Like you get, you feel rewarded for having produced all this food. There's a fable you know? that um, so much juice shit. There's a fable that God, because He loves His children, um, gave us a plentiful um, uh, cattle and crops without us having to work for it at all. And the man went crazy and started warring on itself. Well, that so is, then he took that power away, and then you had to actually toil the soil, and then people were way calmer. Brian, what are you doing? Why are you unplugging? I gotta take off. Like yeah, I gotta take off too. Okay, don't just unplug. Is the show still going on? Is oh, no, it's not doing anything. I'm not having batteries. What are you doing, son? <laughs> Calm down, Joe. Um, I don't even remember what we were just talking about. I don't know either. What were we just talking about, Brian? Farms and. Uh, uh, yeah, I think this, that's why hunting this guy, Heimo. I think that's his name, that lived in the Arctic. That's why he was talking about um, um, how satisfying it is to be a hunter and gatherer. You know, that he thinks that that's where civilization work. fell apart. That man is most happy when he's out there providing for himself. He says he loves it. He loves living up there, just hunting and fishing and getting his food that way. It makes him happy. It's like, fuck it, go for it. Who yeah. Cares? Maybe there's something to it, though. Maybe if you did it, too, it would be, like, ultra-stimulating. Maybe. I mean, I think, first I of think all, it's one of those, everything, everybody's different situations. He right. loves it, other people wouldn't. But he's doing, like, natural exercise every day. Every yeah. day he's hiking, and he's shooting caribou, and he's dragging, dragging the back, caribou yeah. back, and he's cutting the meat, and he's hanging yeah. it up. You know, I mean, it's he's like... He's not lazy in front of his computer all day long. No, he's, he says he's even... Ha I mean, he's got a laptop, but he's not online. You know, it's fucking incredible, man. It's really... What a wild way to live your life. Yeah. You know? All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it, right? Yeah. 
This is a long ass one. Two and a half hours, bitches. That's how we roll. We are going to be at the Tempe Improv this Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. Jump on it. Saturday night is basically sold out. There was only like 20 tickets left this morning. Uh, the second sh the second show has 20 tickets left. The first show sold out, and so it's gonna it's gonna go quick. Thank you very much, everybody. We appreciate you tuning in every week. You can get it on iTunes now. If you go to uh, iTunes, the Joe Rogan podcast uh, is up, and you can download all the ones that we had before. It's all thanks to that man. Thanks for that man. Thank you to Brian. Brian put it all together. He designed my new web class. He's the motherfucker, ladies and gentlemen. Powerful, super genius computer wizard. And uh, so that's it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Holla. Later.